downright un-American. No patriot. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. It's all about the money. Anti-American. They want the money. It doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Anti-American. Patriotism. Anti-American. They were like death. And un-American. Un-American. He's a treasonous. Yeah, just why not? It doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Anti-American. They want the money. I'll tell you something. Anti-American. Un-American. I mean, they certainly didn't seem to love our country very much. Welcome back to another episode of Un-American, the show about turncoats, traitors, and treasonous, where no fraud or grifter is safe. I am Brandon, and I am joined today by Jim. How are you doing, Jim? No, I'm not bad. Good, good. Um... So uh, this one's going to be a little goofy. Here's here's what we're going to do. I, I promised you um, that we were going to do a uh, January 6th episode. It, it is really kind of the... It's kind of the reason for this show, I feel like. Um, yeah, it's kind of what kicked it off. Yeah. And the I'll, idea. Uh, and I'll kind of explain that more in a few minutes. This one's going to be a little bit weird, though. Um because Frank is not here right now in the studio with me and you uh, for for this um, for this intro that we're gonna do. Before an American was a show, um, we were doing another podcast at the time, uh, the Devil's Advocate podcast, and th- we were doing that podcast when January sixth happened, and so I. <sighs> What I wanted to do was I wanted to do an episode that told the story of January 6th without completely redoing the the same episode, like having the same conversation that was had a year ago. Um, well, it's not going to be the same conversation. We've had a year right. to kind of digest well, it. And like, yeah, it's the anniversary, or it was the anniversary last week. Here's the thing. It is going to be the same conversation because for this, what I'm going to do is just give you that episode of TDAP. Um, here's why. I, I changed my mind about doing a single episode because I knew that I, need, like, I needed to sum up the day. And it's a lot to unpack. Yeah, and I also needed to sum up what has happened since. And f- in order to do that, I feel like it's better if I break this into two to three parts. So we're going to see... Uh, we're going to see how this goes. Um, but for this first part of the episode, what we're going to present to you now um, is going to be the episode of the Devil's Advocate podcast that we shot, that actually Frank and I shot on January 8th of 2021, um, which is crazy to me, Jim, because I didn't realize, um, I thought we waited longer. Like, I knew we were so mad Uh during that episode that or I knew we were so mad during the experience like while it was all happening that I remember saying like we gotta wait like I can't and I guess that there's little references in this episode that with like need some some context to them um one is that I suppose in the episodes prior to this on for that podcast we were talking about 
on the day of certification getting together and recording. Yeah. And and because that happened, we called it off because like the, the, Correct. You, you yep. can't we couldn't do it. I do it. remember that. Yeah, we yeah. we couldn't do it. And that's probably why you're not on this episode is because we ended up canceling the original recording date and then pushing it to apparently only 2 days later. For the last year, it I have always thought that we pushed it for like almost a week well, out. on the uh on the episode, I what I re-listened to a little bit today, um, you had said that I was under the weather, and I guess it was probably one of the times that I got exposed. Oh, yeah, and probably. was like, I have a little bit of a stuffy nose, and I was exposed to COVID, so yeah. this might be a thing. Yeah. Um, Luckily, it was not. Still haven't caught COVID to this to this day knock, knock on, on that. this yeah this knock wood, on that this fake wood table <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so so yeah this is this is an interesting episode um i will preface it um by by stating that it's probably not as structured as we are on un american i feel like there is more of a structure um in the past year that we've been doing this podcast than there was with tdap um so so that so you that's probably noticeable i can guarantee you i cuss all the time on the show we cuss all the time on the show there's gonna be a lot more of it this episode this episode (laughs) it's heavy and it's not like i don't i don't give a shit about profanity we say fucking shit all the time whatever um but what I try to do on an American anyway is I like, and as my kids have gotten older, what I try to do is not overkill it. Same. Like I same that that's going to be different for this episode. Like there's a lot. I was listening to this back. Um, yeah. There's a uh, lot of emotion. Mason here. is 17 months old and he said shit the other day. Yeah. So. Isn't that <laughs> my, I've got my kids now to the point where like, I remember being when I was a little kid where like, if I heard it, I just like, I knew I couldn't say it. And my kids, are like that now like my kids will hear me cuss and be like dad don't say bad words yeah. like but as a as an adult i try to not overkill it i try to not need like it's usually only when i get emotional cussing cussing is, is that's fine. gonna happen today I, I try to not stupid cuss and there's there's some stupid cussing in in this episode so like it is there that's how it's gonna be it's a long episode it'll technically you know jim that one of my personal goals is always to create the new longest episode, which <laughs> yeah. technically this will be because of the intro, but it, I will not it tally used, it. it. I will it not tally it. It used to be much to my chagrin because right. I used to have to get up at 4.30 in the morning yeah. and get to work. Um, now my, my hours have changed, so I'm not as mad anymore. <laughs> I like, and now my hours are very early in the morning, so like it doesn't, it doesn't, and we record in the evening, so, yeah. um, but but this will now definitely be the new longest episode because we're taking the longest episode and adding an intro to it. <laughs> so, uh, but, um, so yeah, this one's gonna, gonna be a, gonna be a minute. I'm not going to be mad at the audience. If you, if you can't get through this all in one take, uh, it's, it's three hours long plus. Um, but I do think it's important to start off this series. I think if we want to tell the whole story and why it's so, so damaging and so important to uh, the country and to us um, that then it needs to kind of be handled in the same way that we handled Afghanistan. Um, yep. And we really need to kind of dissect it and, and pull it apart and, and just, 
expose which sucks because like it's not a fun it's not a fun story this this, we're not gonna have tons of fun uh doing this two to three part series um but i think it's necessary i also think too that if you listen and and knowing ahead of time um you can hear how an american came to be on this episode like you can hear it start to to happen like there's all of the emotion on this episode, all of the, like, I get, like, I know that I get angry. There's actually, if, for people who have been, if anybody's been around since the trailer dropped for Un-American, like, if you've been listening to it for the entire past year, the the picture that was the, that was on before we had the logo for the show was the picture of me with my hand on my head or whatever and, like, looking down. And that moment Frank took in the middle of this recording. Um, And, like, that was one of the most real... I think that's one of the most real, like, emotional moments that I've had in the studio. And when I was listening back to it, like I said, I didn't listen to the whole episode um, before I decided that, like, yeah, I needed to just put this one back out. Um, so I didn't get to that part, but I, I know that I get it's emotional. You almost, you almost watched our way of life disappear. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it was a, it was an interesting choice to decide to record about it two days after the like, fact. As um, a, as a father, you, you want your kids to be able to have the same life, but better than what you did. Right. And if January 6th was successful for the Trumpers. Yeah we wouldn't see a good life for another 20, 30 years. No. And like, I don't know. I don't have the most positive outlook on, on even, I don't feel like we're out of the woods yet. Like, I don't feel like we're, and I'm almost positive that I say in the episode a couple of times that like, this is going to take multiple cycles to get back to anybody that's comfortable right now is not, they don't have their eyes open. Right. Um, so yeah, but I but I do think that this is important, and I and I think that um, playing the same sound bites again of uh, of the the actual like crowd and everything that was happening and all the senators and all of that stuff that was going on didn't make much sense for me to redo that as opposed to just replay it um, because I feel like for as unstructured as it as it might be. And for as emotional as it might be, um, catching that in as close to the moment as possible is the best way to start the story. To, to, to put yourself back in that week, that day of just complete chaotic bullshit. Um, so like I said, this one's going to be interesting, especially since, Jim, you're here doing the intro with me, and then you're going to fucking disappear until possibly the end of this episode if <laughs> I if I edit some stuff together. Um, it, this is a conversation that Frank and I had because of the scheduling. It, I do remember, though, saying, and, and it might even be in the episode later, that like I'm almost kind of glad that you, you weren't here for that because for me at that time we hadn't done Afghanistan yet we hadn't like really gone through like your your service and all of this shit and so in my mind um on that day I was like man I'm really fucking hitting America hard on this episode like I'm really well and and so so was I like you know with January 6th all the people that participated in that 
they all called themselves Patriots, and that pisses me off to no end. Yeah. yeah. Because Patriots don't try to destroy a country. Right. Yeah, no, they, they like, shouldn't. You know, I served this country. Well, and they don't. Like, like, yeah. The vast majority of fellow service members that I know, we all had the same, like, horrific uh, reaction to what was going on. It's mm-hmm. like they're just trying to tear down everything we just gave however many years to. Yeah. Yeah, it's – this is a hard one. Like, this is a tough episode. And, yeah, like – serves as a remembrance yeah. of, like, how how bad it was. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, as far as the intro goes, I don't want to be as gloomy as the entire episode is. So, I guess we'll finish this intro off by um, maybe a, a positive thing or a new – it's a happy new year, right? Like, so, new, <laughs> you want to you wanna hit me with, like, a new year's resolution or your outlook on the new year, what you're looking forward yeah, to? I don't, like, I don't really make resolutions. Yeah. I just kind of always try to continuously improve, not just for – like the months of January, well, February, and March. fucking do-gooder. <laughs> but I digress. Um, no, my outlook for this year is, like, even though we're in, like, the peak of Omicron and people are talking about, like, it might be peaking right now, so mm-hmm. there might be some good outlook on that. Um, as, a, as a joke, we flattened the curve but in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. It's, on, no it's flat on the y-axis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> oh. but, I, but anyway, uh, <laughs> the good news is, is the virus is getting progressively less deadly as these new variants are yeah. coming out. Mm-hmm. So evolutionarily speaking, that that usually happens. Right. Now, well, like with, with the flu, every once in a blue moon, you see a variant with like the swine flu mm-hmm. where it's pretty darn deadly you know yeah. it kills like 67 million people um but the vast majority of the time the flu is pretty mild now when it first came around you know however many years ago we don't really have his- historical record of it right because it was prehistory right. the, the flu being around but we can speculate that most Respiratory viruses like the flu and uh, coronaviruses, because there's a ton of coronaviruses that right. are like the common cold and mm-hmm. a, a bunch of other types. Uh, the vast majority of them get less and less deadly. And As yeah, they... you'll have the occasional right. more deadly variant. But yeah, you know, hopefully this is the year where we start getting back to normalcy because not because it's going away. No, because it's not fucking going that, away. That was a fake world that we all told ourselves was going to exist. It it could have. We could have done more. Could have. We could have done a in lot a, more. In a perfect world where everybody fucking listens, we could have. In, in, in a shitty world where more than 50% of people listen, <laughs> like, we could have done more. <laughs> like, Jesus, man. Yeah. Like, the bar all isn't all that fucking say, high. All I can say is thank God the internet didn't exist whenever uh, we were trying to eradicate smallpox and polio. Yeah, no shit. Because we wouldn't be here. Yeah. Like, it's a shame for the animal kingdom <laughs> that that shit, that the internet didn't exist. Because, like, we would not be a problem. Yeah, the, the animals would be a lot happier, that's for sure. Like, fucking top of the food chain, my ass. Yeah. They, oh. they lasted 35 years. <laughs> like, yeah. Ho- hopefully, you know, just hopefully that's the direction we're going. Yeah, I hope you're right. As 
as scientific history has seen it to occur, hopefully that's the out the same outlook we can we can watch. The 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 thing that is worse with it though is it's it's you know it's more contagious. It's more conta- contagious, yeah. But that that was the case with Delta when Delta came around. It right. was more contagious. wasn't necessarily any more deadly. Right. It had about the same yeah kill rate as. And that sounds terrible. Uh, I I should know these terms offhand, but <laughs> yeah, using I, video game terms and yeah. shit. <laughs> um, but you know, the... <laughs> no, I do. Like, yeah. So I agree with you. I think that it's a positive overall for the for the majority of the population. If for the whole population, it's it is a positive that it's getting weaker. It's. I would rather it be super infectious and less deadly. Yeah, one hundred percent. So. Um, I will uh, leave you with a um, New Year's resolution before we jump in. We jump backwards in time to January 8th of 2021. Um, My New Year's resolution is uh, I have two. One, I would like to take out a loan um, to start a business. And I, I would like to start a chain of factories because I think that there is a decent portion of the workforce that would be into bringing the guillotine back. And we just don't have the manufacturers uh, right now. That, and, that whole start, I was like, this is not a direction that Brandon usually takes. No, no, but I, I do think, I think that I could get a, me- a like a meaningful size. Like, what did you become one of the Koch brothers? Yeah, all of a sudden I'm a fucking capitalist. <laughs> uh, um, and so then my more realistic uh, New Year's resolution is that, and it's not even a resolution. I'm not even resolving to become this. But what my prediction is, is that over the course of 2022, I will become more socialist. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, that that is like, I'm almost like, I'm almost at a point where I'm like, First of all, most Once, of you fuckers that yell about it have no idea what you're talking exactly. about. Like the um, fucking bumper sticker guy that I saw today. Oh, dude, that guy was the best. That's the, <laughs> that's one of the best pictures that I've ever seen in one of our chats. In air quotes, it's there was four different bumper stickers, and all of them had a different name at the end. But in air quotes, it, it I don't know why. Or in in quotation in, marks, in quotation I do not marks. know why this was in quotation marks because it was like somebody said the exact same thing but with a different name at the end of it four different times. Uh, Benedict Arnold is, or Benedict Arnold lives loudly and insert the politician that you don't like. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi was on there. Uh, Kamala Harris and Kamala, Joe Biden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on each corner. At the same time. And, and the, it was on a Honda Fit. At, like you would expect <laughs> to see that on a pickup truck. At the same time, they had a Trump <laughs> bumper sticker on there. Yeah. It's like, you don't understand irony with a, with at all. With a handwritten name of Trump right next to it in case you didn't realize what his face looked like. person thinks that irony is what they do to their shirt in the morning. Like, that's not, that's not what it is uh the back of your the back of your fucking eco-friendly car is what it is ridiculous is what it is uh yeah i couldn't wrap my head around it a Um, a honda fit and super like radical conservative bumper stickers yeah it's it's ridiculous well, all right. I'm glad that we could end this on a on a laughing note because I know that, that that first part of the intro was really fucking heavy and it's about to get a lot fucking heavier through the for, over the next the next 3 hours that you that you listen to this episode. Uh so with with all of that said, um I'm I'm going to get to it now and and we're going to we're going to disappear. Uh well, in real time we're going to disappear. 
in in audio land, I'm still gonna be there. You're gonna disappear, yeah, Jim. I'm gonna go poof for a second. Uh, yeah, but uh, but you will be back for sure uh, with the with the remainder of this this series. So um, so yeah. So please don't enjoy this. It's not fucking enjoyable. <laughs> um, but you know, I. Work, it. work through it like yeah, we're going to work, work through it because it is something that I think is important. And if we forget it, then we will not fucking exist. Yep. Like we will not exist. We cannot forget this shit. Yep. It'll repeat itself. Yep. So, uh, all right. January 8th, 2021. Here we go. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocate podcast. I am Brandon. I am joined again by Franklin. <sighs> yeah, this yeah. is going to be a... Uh, Jim Jim is lucky in the sense that he is a little bit under the weather today um, because he doesn't have to be here for what is going to be the... Uh, dude, I mean, uh, look, I, we, I just lived through my first coup attempt. Zero out of five. Would not recommend. Yeah, no. Uh, um, what the fuck? I, I don't know. Did we just see, like... I'm so I'm forgoing the uh I'm gonna forgo the high points today because I don't a I, I'm not in the mood to try to fake being happy I'm not in the this is going to be the angriest most <laughs> this is going to be the darkest TDAP dark it's hard to find a silver lining when uh yeah there now I will say that instead of doing the high points we will just jump into what has happened um and we'll call I guess we'll call this an emergency. We knew that we were going to be recording this episode. I don't think that we knew that it was going to be this episode. Um ex- exactly. And that's why when we talked a few days ago that on our last episode we made the point that like we're we're probably going to have to do something on January yeah. se- 6th or 7th because something's going to happen. What we expected was like Probably a protest, a bunch of idiots screaming. Yeah, Pence to do his job that he's legally required to do. There's a reason that I that we didn't record on the sixth or the seventh, and we've pushed this now to the eighth when we're when we're sitting down to do this, um, because I couldn't record the last two days. I was in such a bad mental spot um, that I didn't think that there was anything responsible that I could fucking say. Right. Um, Especially considering that, like, how much anger we felt from the people who stormed the... You have to be pretty ang- angry to storm the Capitol building. Right. Yeah. And to imagine, like, I'm just as angry, but I think for much more justified reasons because yeah. of the shit I'm watching and because I've been screaming about this incessantly to people around mm-hmm. me for four years to the point that I know I'm driving them crazy repeating myself, but, like, this right. is important. And yeah. this is where it gets us. It is. So, uh, since I'm not in the mood to be happy and I'm going to say fuck a high point today, I will kind of replace that with the only good news that we got in the 48-hour period. Um, I, this start so we're basically just going to focus on the sixth. The entire show is going to be about the sixth into the seventh and how the whole process and the whole fucking 24 hours went. Um, the show was going to be about a 48 hour period. And basically I'm just going to start off really quickly going over what the show should have been halfway about. And this is breaking news. NBC news now projects Raphael Warnock as the winner in the special Georgia Senate election tonight. Raphael Warnock, the projected winner, beating incumbent Senator Kelly Leffler 
with a, at this point, 36,000 vote margin. The votes are still uh, now up to 40,000. The votes are still being counted in Georgia. Raphael Warnock is building that lead. So at the end of the night on the 5th, um, we knew that Raphael Warnock was going to win and the Democrats would pick up one of the two seats that they needed to take to to toss the power of Congress completely in their favor. It, it would be that they had the th- slimmest of possibilities of scoring a touchdown. Right. And they were able to get to the the the, the five go- the five, five yard line. Yeah. Five yard line. Right. Um we don't know much about football. <laughs> we, no, we don't. This is a bad place to <laughs> They get over the line of scrimmage or scrimmage, um, whatever it is. Yeah, but the, so we knew overnight. We knew at the end of the night uh, on Tuesday that the Democrats had picked up one seat, and it was looking good for John Ossoff as well. He was he was behind a little bit, um, but it, against Purdue, against Purdue, but it did look like because of the votes that had been it was at least very close that were out yeah that it that it was possible it it wasn't a definite yet um but i also want to but so we find out the next morning uh that actually it was overnight that night um that a group of DeKalb county votes came in which is which is the county that atlanta is in um and is very much a democratic stronghold. It was a repeat of what we saw on November third right. of uh, the last ballots they counted were mail-in right. ballots and they skewed heavily democratic. Mm-hmm. Yes, um and you know there was so we felt good by that. I I want to say before we get into the shit that is going to be this episode that good on Stacey Abrams um and the entire. Uh, movement to organize voters and I mean yeah. w- when you look at the fact that Joe Biden won the presidential race in Georgia and that two Democrats would win uh, would go on to win now at the point that Warnock's been a- announced we still don't know if Ossoff's gonna win but the fact that she was able to do that um, to organize and and to have and and not just Stacey Abrams, but everybody involved with the organization, um, like that's that's a bright spot on it, at least, and it, and it put us in striking distance of that spot we all wanted. Mm-hmm. At least people who don't like Trump wanted. Right. Of like Trump started twenty seventeen January with the presidency, the House, and the Senate. Right, lost the House. Lost the presidency, and we're so close to seeing him lose the Senate. So just in complete, like, yeah. Right. So just in case we have any Trump supporters listening for the next five minutes before we start destroying them, um, this this is how voting works. Sorry, Levi. So Warnock still there is vote to come from DeKalb County that could that will push that lead out further for him. There is still, as we said, 7,500 mail ballots to come from Fulton County. We expect that to also benefit Warnock, potentially votes in Chatham County, Savannah. The opportunity for him to build that lead north of 50,000 and putting it into a place. Lawrence, we were talking about this a little earlier. The decision desk is looking for, you know, does a candidate get to a place where there just is no realistic way that the opponent 
that the trailing candidate can get back in it. And Warnock is putting this race in a position now where there's not a realistic path for Kelly Leffler. And also, he's clear, critically, 50.5 to 49.5, a full point ahead. He seems clear right now of that 0.5% threshold that could trigger a runoff. If the margin between these two candidates was a half a point or less, that's recount territory. It's a full point and, again, growing. It's a full point and growing. All right, so there's a couple of reasons that I put that clip in here. Um, it, it's not a super uh, necessary clip because we know how the how everything ends up playing out um, with the Democrats taking the Senate. But the reason that I put the clip in um, is because it is for two reasons. One, I think it's a, a, a testament to the to what I was just talking about, the organization. Uh, on the ground in Georgia, the the ability to be able to flip a deeply red state um, in at this point one Senate race and in the presidential race is is a huge thing. Also, the, the I mean, I mean, the to- voter turnout turned out to be huge. Yeah, the amount of people they retained from from the November. November. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I mean, it blew. I, like the last election was in 2008 was that they broke the record for the most people who voted in mm-hmm. a um, in a runoff yeah and they shattered it they shattered it and they also if you look at the margins especially for Warnock I don't remember what the what the margin I don't remember the final numbers in the Ossoff race but I know with Warnock he won he beat Kelly Leffler by like four or five times what Joe Biden beat Trump in yeah. in Georgia uh, which is showing that that like that 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 Trump approval doesn't do anything for you it's also m- it doesn't do as much for you as it does for Trump I think it's also showing that as Trump started to become more unhinged over the last couple of weeks it it played against him in the ground game uh, yeah it, it was the I think he actually made some people that voted for him in the presidential election switch their votes on the on on the um, runoff, ballot. I think it's also very possible that while he just energized more Democrats to go vote because, uh, like, yeah. if you were a Georgian, it was very important. Yeah, he's he's he felt like the weight of the country, but also like Trump's been talking about how these are stolen. Why would you go vote if you think the election is right. stolen? Yeah, your vote doesn't matter in your head. Yeah, he it, that message does not help you when you're trying to win a de- Democratic election. I think he he helped do the opposite of what the GOP needed him to do. And then you know uh, you have Leffler, who you know we talked about last episode, took a picture. Uh, picture with a nazi right and then also like i had to walk this fine line of like do i support two thousand dollar checks right now that the president came out right and, and then the night be- the night before the election um said that she would support not uh certifying the election results or whatever which she waited until the night before the election to say that and there's a reason it's that fine line she was trying to walk that fine line of I don't want to only be the I don't want to be on the crazy ticket, but at the same time, I need to throw this Hail Mary to try to win this fucking election. The um, fucking Susan Collins approach to, yeah, to politicking. Right. Lisa Murkowski. Yeah. Murkowski. Murkowski. Um, so so this next clip, I, there's no better way like there's no neat transition into this clip because the way that I typically like to do the show when I'm prepping it is I just I start with a date or an event. And then I just go forward and I tell you the story that I'm trying to tell you or like whatever we're talking about. I try to do it as best as I can where I'm not jumping around. The next clip is the the election results 
coming in for John Ossoff. The reason that there's no good transition for that is because those election results came in in the middle of what this entire episode will be about, which was the attempted o- overthrow of democracy oh, in America. Oh, we're going to start a little in media's res. We're going to start in the middle of the story and work our way back. Right. Ah, you're, yeah. like, you're like Tarantino-ing <laughs> us right now. <laughs> Fucking memento. Yeah. Um, yeah, because... Be- this is the black and white beginning scene that we'll make to me, sense later. Well, to me, it just it doesn't make sense for me to, to start off, to go in... Or, it, to, to go in order and start off with the chaos and then jump back to this. Like, it's just yeah. because this was such a deflating thing. This should have been a big moment. This should have been a moment where everybody was celebrating, oh, at least on the Democratic side. Like, yeah. we we took the Senate, but we couldn't because yeah, I remember thinking shit like, was on fire. And <laughs> I remember thinking when this news came, because I was looking in my feed, was just all the news feeds were full of, like, people breaking, people arresting, tear gas deployed, whatever. And then it was like... Ossoff wins, and I was like, "Yeah, who, can I not have anything nice in this goddamn country?" <laughs> yeah, no shit, without it being ruined and taken from me. So we'll substitute this uh, to finish off what we'll call the the closest thing that we can get to a high point on this episode. Before we went uh, to the president-elect, we should note uh, some other major news taking place, uh, somewhat related to all this. Uh, NBC News uh, now projecting that John Ossoff, a Democrat, uh, will win the Senate runoff in the state of Georgia. And that uh, leads to the projection that Democrats will regain control of the U.S. Senate. It'll be a 50-50 split. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, Vice President-elect, as Vice President, will have the tying, uh, the uh, tie-breaking vote. All right. So that's it. That's the only happiness I have. And it should have been a big moment. But, I mean, dude, like, that came while people were hanging off the motherfucking Capitol. Well, we didn't know uh, if we were going to have uh, a, a, a new president. A, or, or a like, Congress or, you know, or anything. Yeah. Um, we might have had a King Trump in about 20 minutes. Right. So, you know, that's as close as I can get to happy. I promise you that if you have, like, high blood pressure, this isn't the episode, like, for you. Because, like, it's going to get loud in a few minutes. Um we're all going to have a little PTSD, a little flashback. Yeah. It was traumatizing to watch until, what, 4 in the goddamn morning? Right. 3.30, I think, is when they finally called it. Yeah. And, and finally got to do what they should have done at 6. Mm-hmm. So before the Ossoff announcement was made, um, and and back to back to the morning time, we, we have confirmed that uh, Warnock is going to beat Leffler. We, it looks pretty damn good for Ossoff. Like, they're already, most people are already saying that the Democrats have won the Senate. Um, it, the races haven't officially been called, but they're, right. but they're saying that... Hard uh, to call fraud, because if they were going to steal it, why didn't they steal it by more? Right. So at noon Eastern, the, the um, process, the joint session of Congress convenes um, to certify the election results. Uh, and it starts out uh, with Mike Pence, you know, presiding, like the Senate comes into the house, to the house chambers. Um, I thought that Nancy, Pel- I didn't pull the clip, but I thought Nancy Pelosi pulled a boss move when early she grabbed on. the gavel smacked it down was like let's begin and then like pointed at it well, like take it Mike. no no even prior that to was that, my favorite moment of the night they when the senators all initially walked in like everybody knew what they were gonna do we all knew what the fucking charade was of the day everybody like we're gonna fucking dick around and play and pretend that this democracy isn't fragile um and so we knew that 
we knew what they were going to do. They knew what they were going to do. So the senators walk into the chamber, and they all, the ones who are who are going to object, are all standing like up front, uh, like right in where the micro, like near, because there's only a couple of tables with microphones. They have to each walk up to those, whatever. Um, but it was like a lot of them, and Nancy Pelosi was like, uh, "Social distancing rules, motherfuckers. Eleven of you can stand six feet apart." up in in front of this room the rest of you need to go like and basically and i thought that was like that was an awesome move because all right. she, she basically kicked the objectors out um she like social distanced their ass to the hallway and um and i thought that that was like all right like i'm fine with that because this is a this is a circus anyway this whole it process is, is it, supposed to take 45 minutes yeah there's supposed to be a total. couple, and as we've seen from past ones, there's supposed to be a couple of assholes who stand up, or even not even assholes, a couple of, of true believers who right. stand up, make their objection known for the history books. Yeah. Which, fine. You know, we look back on the people who objected to Bush winning now a little differently than I think we did at the time. Right. Um, Fine, make your objection. But, like, the fact that so many signed on for nothing. For nothing. For, for bullshit. political points. Yeah. Holly signed on to... So he can be president in four or eight years. Ted Cruz signed on so that he could be president. Ted Cruz is the worst thing to happen to a beard since a fucking 12-year-old boy. And a haircut and a suit. What the, his like, beard is just... I, this is the weirdest thing to take issue with, but as a bearded <laughs> man myself, his beard is not equal length. It's no. real short-trimmed in the front and then, like, on the chin, but then, like, the sides get... Like, he's trying to grow, like, a... Fuck it. He's trying to look like a lion or something. I don't, I don't know. know what he's going for. He does look like the cowardly lion... Uh, from and that's fitting. <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, Although I think Lindsey Graham is more the cowardly line at this point, right? So we know that uh, Republicans are going to object. So they say they they begin to read off the states, and and we played it on the last episode how that sounds. Um, you know they you go through the process in alphabetical order, uh, and and you read off a pre prepared statement. To, uh, right? Does anybody object to the? Right. Votes cast by this state. Someone objects. Do you have a senator? Yes, we will convene. And typically, we, and typically nothing comes of that because there's not usually a senator. We knew today was going to be different. Are there any objections to counting the certificate of vote of the state of Arizona that the teller has verified appears to be regular in form and authentic? Mr. Vice President, I, Paul Gosar from Arizona. For what purpose does the gentleman from Arizona rise? I rise up for myself and 60 of my colleagues to object to the uh, counting of the electoral ballots from Arizona. Uh, Is the objection in writing and signed by a senator? Yes, it is. It is. An objection presented in writing and signed by both a representative and a senator complies with the law, Chapter 1 of Title 3 of the United States Code. The clerk will report the objection. Objection to counting the electoral votes of the state of Arizona. We, a member of the House of Representatives and a United States Senator, 
object to the counting of the electoral votes of the state of Arizona on the ground that they were not, under all of the known circumstances, regularly given. Are there further objections to the certificates from the state of Arizona? The chair hears none. The two houses will withdraw from joint session. Each house will deliberate separately on the pending objection and report its decision back to the joint session. The Senate will now retire to its chamber. That clapping halfway through when they when the the senator signs on, which I don't know that's ever happened before, not no. in recent history. That clapping not. is House members. That clapping is not going to look good in the history books. And the clapping's not going to look good. Well, it's not good it, now. It's not going like, to look good five hours after this. It's not, but when in 50 years, when people don't have a personal stake in Trump, and you, yeah. you see the shit they've gone through, that many people clapping over nothing when you look at the evidence mm-hmm. of what they want, what they're objecting to? A lot of, a lot of people are... bullshit. A lot of people are stained. And a lot of people have stained the flag through this entire 24-hour process. I can't imagine process. that they're not going to have video footage of those people clapping and then show those in attack ads and then cut to absolutely. fucking people rioting in the city, like yeah. the capital. And they Let's- absolutely should. The GOP should absolutely, absolutely be set at the fucking kids' table after after the shit that happens the shit that happened this week, they, there they is should go no, the way of the wig. Yeah, there they is be no fucking reason that we that they should be welcomed back into grown up conversations. That they that they should be considered as anything more than just petulant fucking children. Like the GOP fucked up, and like and I'm I'm telling you right now that they need to make amends for this, and that does that's not going to happen for if. If America isn't totally batshit insane, a couple of cycles. No. Um, See, I don't think, and they're not. They're too bent over the barrel by Trump. They can't invoke the 25th Amendment, God forbid. They can't even let, like, they're already saying Democrats shouldn't even try this impeachment thing because they're going to fight back on it. They have no guts. Yeah, no. They they would yeah. literally bend over right now and abandon the Capitol and let Trump's people take it over because they're that, they, they like, how do they get out of this relationship at this point? They, they have backed down to him so much. How would they stand up to this? Well, bully? and they've killed the GOP. There is no GOP anymore. It is the Trump Republicans. Literally, the only people who are willing to call him out, every time I read it in every paper recently, in the last couple of days since this happened, it's been former aide, former employee, former staff right. member. The only way these people can criticize them is when they run away, like a fucking mm-hmm. abused wife yep. who has to run away in order to like finally realize what they are. Yeah, except we're the wife. Like as a no, country, the, the, the GOP is the bu- fucking abused wife at this point. Like yeah. they're the ones keeping and worthy of the fucking children the being kids. kept in yeah. the yeah, relationship. Yeah, I don't know. So, so this is we're still at a point so far. What astounds me is like so for as long as this is going to take us to get through this process, I want the audience to keep in mind that I was sitting there watching this live. Okay, between the clip that I just played. Of Ted Cruz and whoever the fuck, I can't remember his name, he just said it, uh, who stood up and, and objected to Arizona. Between the time that Mike Pence brings down, like, slams the gavel down, and they adjourn, and the next fucking, I don't know, 14 sound bites that I'm going to play, like, 
all things of, get so bad. But all of it happened in like <coughs> a couple of minutes. My yeah. they adjourned and went into their separate chambers, and that's when, and it, that's when shit started happening. Yeah. So uh, while we're keeping that in context, now to be fair, they were all down at a like before they got to the Capitol building. Where were they? They were at a Trump rally. Right. So. I really wrestled hard with this, and I told you that, like, I don't know. I told you before we started this, before I started pulling what we were going to use for today, you sent me the uh, Trump's speech um, from from that rally. And I really wrestled hard with, am I going to use any of this? Because do I want to... Do I want to perpetuate the bullshit that he perpetuated... Even if, even while I'm shitting on it, even even, even while, to repudiate it, do right. I want to uh, echo this? Right. This I decided. Venomous shit. I decided yes because I decided that for posterity, it, it needs to be said. Like we can't, for at least for uh, historical relevance. When I'm later in life, going back and listening through this, if I don't include what he did that got us to the point that that we found ourselves in on Wednesday afternoon, yeah. then I'm not like. It is bad. Well, and and you and I had talked, and now that like they were recording this, he's been kicked off Twitter, permanently right. banned. Facebook has banned him at least till the twentieth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snapchat banned him, even though I don't think he has a Snapchat account. In, Instagram, uh, banned Reddit him. banned the Donald forum. Is, when we talked about the fact that, like, I kind of off the podcast, like, when while we will do TDAP, I think in some, you know, maybe limited installment, we, we should include Trump, like. Oh, yeah. He'll be out there and he'll be saying his shit. He'll go back to his birtherism, yeah. spewing it yeah, from no. whatever platform will have him. But we shouldn't cover him. But I do think while he's still president, it's relevant. Yeah. And the moment he's not president anymore, and that's the and he's and, gone. And so before I play, this might be the last time we ever hear his voice yeah, this, on the show. And that's what where I was gonna go to. Um, before I play this next set of clips, because I pulled more of it than I had planned on pulling. Um, this could very well be one of the last times that we hear from him on this show because until he's in fucking jail um, and and he's relevant again. Yeah, unless he does a fucking interview from jail with 60 minutes. Right. Like, when, as of January 20th, I am done with this motherfucker. He gets no more of my time. Um, and again, unless it's like news relevant but like i'm not gonna play this fucking game of like donald trump is chasing people to get ratings bullshit i i don't yeah. want to hear from him anymore. can we just say for a minute how good it feels to never again have to say the sentence did you see what trump tweeted yeah yeah no shit right like that is a huge part of our fucking lives for you know, four years had we had had Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, been more responsible from the get-go, QAnon would not exist, and the shit that happened that we're about to get into wouldn't exist because he, yeah. they have irresponsibly allowed him to get away with fucking. Too I will much. say there was a time, and I would have agreed <laughs> that there is. They had to walk a fine line between free speech, public uh, things the public needed to have information to, and. Uh, being responsible, but I think that time passed yeah. within a year or two of yeah, like of Trump being president and 
you know, at, probably after Charlottesville, yeah, he, he needed to be kicked off. Absolutely, it's clear um, he's fanning the flames of the. You're only going to get to this point eventually, right? And so while Mike Pence is sitting there, um, in fact, like before, even before that moment, while this Trump rally is going on, I didn't pull anything from Giuliani. I didn't pull anything from Don Jr. I didn't pull anything from Eric Trump or Kimberly Guilfoyle. The whole speech or, they gave behind like, bulletproof glass because yeah. they obviously don't trust their own fucking people. Yeah. Um, because they know how crazy they are. Well, they also encourage them. them to bring guns. Right. So, yeah. I wouldn't want to stand up in front of those crazy assholes either. Um, so, the I didn't pull anything from them because, like, after having wrestled with the idea of do I want to include anything from that rally whatsoever, I did decide that because he is technically the president with an asterisk uh, of the United States still. It is relevant for us to, to, to point out, and historically relevant for us to point out, how fucking evil and bad he is. Um, I didn't want to give the other fascists that took that stage the same. I don't... I, uh, I'm going to lose my, tra- my... Not my train of thought, but j- I, there are so many points in this episode where I, where I will be at a loss of words... And this is yeah. one of them where it's just like, I don't want... I think we have to talk about Trump because of its relevance. Right. I do not want to amplify the message of the people right. who are trying to benefit from being related to Trump. Right. Or fucking Trump's kids. So Trump is giving a speech as Mike Pence is bringing down the gavel to adjourn uh, the the joint session and have them each side go back to <clears> their uh, chambers to debate the bullshit objection to the Arizona results. Um and we're only in the A's. This is going to happen a couple more times. Yeah, several. It's supposed to happen four to six times. Yeah. Uh, so we were. I was just suddenly in for a long night of this is going to be boring as shit. Yeah. And uh, then we had uh, this going on. You and hundreds of thousands of American patriots are committed to the honesty of our elections and the integrity of our glorious republic. All of us here today do not want to see our election victory stolen by emboldened radical left Democrats, which is what they're doing, and stolen by the fake news media. That's what they've done and what they're doing. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. You don't concede when there's theft involved. Our country has had enough. We will not take it anymore. And that's what this is all about. You, first of all, you can tell just by listening to the crowd that, like, these are rabid beasts that are ready to be unleashed. Um, just as a small point. <clears throat> no, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm surprised. He loves to steal songs. He said, we're not going to take it anymore. Yeah, I cannot believe he did all, not start the fucking music. Yeah. Well, he missed w- opportunity. He wasn't. He wasn't ready to. Uh, no one had the iPod them. ready. He wasn't ready to hand out torches yet. It wasn't time for the music to fucking. Cue. That's true. He's supposed to. He's gonna play that when he walks into the fucking Capitol building. I will say that there. Uh, the, you no, know, you can t- like. Hey, he's been. This day has been uh, talked about by conspiracy theorists. It's been all over Twitter, all over Parlor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the fucking. Uh, uh, I mean, it's Roger Stone, Alex Jones, fucking Michael Flynn, QAnon, the whole they've thing. all been talking about it. Trump's yeah. been saying, like, go there. Like, uh, there's been t- talk on Twitter about go armed. Right. Yeah. The, the, like, we all knew this we was all happening. Knew this He's was giving coming. a speech the same time that this crowd, and then it just unleashes them like, hey, just walk over there. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It just, it's not, 
it's not good. I will say that there that the way that I that I cut these clips, I think you'll notice as different this time. Um, just in the way that I edited it, edited it. <laughs> That's a hard <laughs> phrase. I know. Um, God damn it, Diane. The reason uh, that these will sound different is because there's a lot. A lot of times, I'll cut out the parts where people aren't talking, the the papers shuffling around in Congress, the. Um, a lot of times I'll take certain like I want to make the point of what Donald Trump said. I don't give a fuck what his loser uh, army in the crowd is chanting or whatever. Mm-hmm. There are several clips in here where you where I, I'm I want you to hear the temperature of this whole day, um, whether we're talking about what happened or the aftermath later in Congress. Like there. There is a there's a temperature to this day that is not fucking comfortable before anything ever went bad. We will not let them silence your voices. We're not going to let it happen. Not going to let it happen. Thank you. He's got an army of terrorists yelling fight for Trump before he sicks them on the Capitol. Like, yeah, he there is no for people saying that he might have a legal out here. I don't see how. And if he does, if there is a fucking if we're talking, if we're still treating him in the way where we're going to pretend that he can talk a certain way and use legal loopholes to skirt around the law, then we need to eliminate those legal loopholes now. Like, we we need to make an example of this piece of shit who tried to topple democracy because even in the short amount of of content that I've given you from this, you see where this is going. There's nowhere else for it to go. Yeah. He's telling you the election was stolen and they're about to certify it and like, oh, what do we do? I, I brought you all here and uh, and now I got you chanting fight for Trump. like, it- And he doesn't care what the casualties are. Um, he doesn't care if like – No, no, the, the, the death that will happen later, the four deaths, but the woman who was shot, that is squarely on him. Right. All four oh, of yeah. those deaths are on him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As well as I would make some arguments and will later – um, that that they're at the feet of and on the hands of uh, Josh fucking, fucking Holly too, and the GOP, the yeah. complacent McConnell, GOP. Fuck McConnell for coming out and saying don't vote against this. Like you think you can get control of this now, motherfucker? Yeah. You have not had control of this for four years. These, for the better part of half a decade, you've been at this man's mercy, and you think you can like these assholes will? didn't even try to rein him in. They let him figuratively murder somebody on fucking Fifth Avenue. And they saw every what happened to everyone that tried to train him or rein him in for the last four years when yeah. they left and the, or they or they leaked something or they did something and they're like, hey, some you know, tried to break his story being like this will take him down. Tra- this will take him down. Yeah, this will stop him. This is absolutely despicable and and for any member of the any Republican, I don't even give a shit if you're a member of a political like establishment. Like any voter any Republican voter who's trying to take a high road this week, sit the fuck down and shut up. 
you don't get to talk. Yeah. You don't get to talk. You created this fucking you monster. You know what Hillary supporters did when she lost by, or she lost by getting four mil, or three million more votes? Crocheted pussy hats and donated to Planned Parenthood? Yeah. They donated <laughs> fucking money, they tweeted, and then they fucking were adults about it. They did not burn the Capitol, they didn't break windows, they didn't steal fucking statues. Yeah, yeah. This, this is unbelievable. Plant a fucking pipe bomb at the RNC headquarters not because only, your own party's the enemy. And I'm not even talking, when I said that he doesn't care about the casualties, I wasn't even speaking about the death that would come later i was thinking about the casualty of democracy the 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 casualty of of the, the these motherfuckers have been uh, have been pimping law and order for four years that's yeah. been his line law and order law and order which we all knew was just code said, for racist fucking well cops. yeah because he said we'd have law and order if not for these antifa if not for these black lives matter people that wasn't them no no, there was I, never anything no. like this. As, as much as the fucking Jeffs they never of the world the want to capital. believe, yeah, that that this was Antifa, like th- this is ridiculous. He doesn't care about casualties, whether we're talking about institutions or even members of his own party. And Rudy, you did a great job. He's got guts. You know what? He's got guts. Unlike a lot of people in the Republican Party, he's got guts. He fights. He fights and. I'll tell you, thank you very much, John. Fantastic job. I watched. That's a tough act to follow, those two. John is one of the most brilliant lawyers in the country, and he looked at this and he said, what an absolute disgrace that this could be happening to our Constitution. And he looked at Mike Pence, and I hope Mike is going to do the right thing. I hope so. I hope so. Because if Mike Pence does the right thing, we win the election. All he has to do... All in, this is, this is from the number one or certainly one of the top constitutional lawyers in our country. He has the absolute right to do it. We're supposed to protect our country, support our country, support our Constitution and protect our Constitution. States want to revote. The states got defrauded. They were given false information. They voted on it. Now they want to recertify. They want it back. All Vice President Pence has to do is send it back to the states to recertify. And we become president, and you are the happiest people. He's the you'll, be win- you'll be so tired of winning. It's the same fucking shit we heard in 16. And Just you- give me more time. I'll make you happy eventually. I'll, you will come eventually. Just give me time, and I'll get you there. And he, he fucking edges you all the time. What is insane to me is the amount of people audibly coming in that fucking— Yeah. Like, they're, they're eating it. Up and 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 like, we'll be and I'll be president and everything will go back to being and good. He, he's like saying, when it was good when you were owning the the libs. He's saying bullshit YouTube conspiracy fucking like Q chat room shit. None of the shit that he said is true. Mike Pence can't fucking send the shit back to the states. This if there were any objections that were going to happen, if there was anything that could be done, if there was anything that Mike Pence could do, it would be because the states didn't certify on December 14th. They fucking did. Yeah. There's a process. I remember on that date texting you being like, <laughs> it's over. Like that was the date. Like they We've couldn't s- after that it was done for. Unless like even if fucking Biden dies now, 
Harris is president. Yeah. There is no way out of it. They are done. We've said it's over so many times, and these fucking idiots just keep it going. They just keep moving the fucking goalposts. Yeah. Over because they and don't over accept again. reality. So we're like, well, eventually, like when the world doesn't end, they'll accept reality this time. And they just, like, nope. They got a new date. They got a new fucking. Oh. I just, like, I want to sell these people things. I want to sell them things from, like, yeah. Just scam them. It must be easy. If it's if they don't see through this, I mean, the one, I'm pretty sure I can get them to give me money for a Nigerian prince. I know. Yeah, my thought at the end of that last clip, uh, when he says, "and you'll be the happiest people," and they fucking erupt like that, is just like you guys are the stupidest. Like he's the worst car salesman ever. Right? You're gonna right? love this ride. It doesn't have doors, but you're gonna love it. And like you're <laughs> eating it up, you're eating it up. This next clip also was terrifying to me. And I actually, I just spoke to Mike. I said, Mike, that doesn't take courage. What takes courage is to do nothing. That takes courage. And then we're stuck with a president who lost the election by a lot. And we have to live with that for four more years. We're just not going to let that happen. Many of you have traveled from all across the nation to be here. And I want to thank you for the extraordinary love that's what it is there's never been a movement like this ever ever for the extraordinary love for this amazing country and this amazing movement thank you and that's all he does it for that's literally all he does it for. The only reason he ran for president, the only reason he's, cl- well, it's probably not the only reason he's clinging to power. He's probably trying to not you get know, arrested, which I'm pretty sure he just guaranteed. He should have just guaranteed. Um, but but that's all he's doing it for. And what's fucking insane about this country is the amount of people that love Trump, that, that like, love Trump. Like, they're his, like, he's their fucking messiah. Um... This, yeah, this is like this is is a very Stalinism. If Stalin was a fucking dumbass, there's a very real possibility that because Trump's dad was so fucking uh, distant and cold and such an asshole that there's a real chance that Trump did this just because he never felt loved and now he gets to feel like he feel like he's a god. Millions of people will train his name and will fight for him and clearly will storm a capital. They didn't do that for Lincoln. They didn't do that for, well, maybe. They didn't do that for any other president, though. Not in recent history. They didn't do that for Obama. I'm damn sure, you know, I'm sure of that. There's a good chance that it's just stroking his ego. We're doing this for one man. Yeah. To placate one fucking guy. One. Who has had more than enough of a good life. It doesn't need this shit. Doesn't need more validation. Has never to go along with his like, millions oh, and his fucking easy ass, comfortable existence. It's just unbelievable to me the level of stupidity that it takes to get there, and, and not, and, not and just on an individual this, level, on a societal level. The level of stupidity in yeah. this fucking society to get us to this point. And after this point, we're still sitting there being like, I don't know if it's enough to convince the GOP to abandon him. Like, what? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? This is, uh, yeah, this un. Unbelievable. We're gathered together in the heart of our nation's capital for one very, very basic and simple reason, to save our democracy. You know, most candidates on election evening, and of course, 
this thing goes on so long, they still don't have any idea what the votes are. We still have congressional seats under review. They have no idea. They've totally lost control. They've used the pandemic as a way of defrauding the people in a proper election. But you know, you know, when you see this and when you see what's happening, number one, they all say, sir, we'll never let it happen again. I said, that's good, but what about eight weeks ago? You know, they try and get you to go. They say, sir, in four years, you're guaranteed. I said, I'm not interested right now. Do me a favor, go back eight weeks. I want to go back eight weeks. Let's go back eight weeks. We want to go back and we want to get this right because we're going to have somebody in there that should not be in there and our country will be destroyed and we're not going to stand for that. You just feel the temperature rising. You can just feel it rising. They've stolen our country. Uh, they've rigged the election. We can't wait four years for you to vote for me. We got to go back. Now, now. We have to go like, back eight weeks and we have to get this right, which is essentially saying that like, if we get our way and we go back and we were to re-vote, you motherfuckers better show up for me bigger. Uh, yeah, because if this happens again, it's stolen again, and then we do it again. and we, that's, the, that's the end goal. It wouldn't be one re-vote. And no. we'll just go by that. No, it's not a until I win. at that point. Yeah. yeah, there is no fucking. And what what's insane to me is the amount of people that believe that it's it's only my democracy. Democracy only works when it works for me. If it doesn't work for me, fucking get rid of it. That's not how it works. That is not how it works. You cannot just you can't just stomp your feet to the Capitol and overthrow it. Like that's not how America works. And if it is how America works, then, then don't sit here and pitch me this bullshit American dream illusion of we're the, 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 uh, the bastion of sanity yeah, and like the, that, the, the, shi- the leaders of the world, the shining light on the or the shining city on the hill or whatever the fuck that we like, whatever the phrase is, um, dude, like, don't sell me that. If democracy only works for the people who can who can grasp it the longest, that's that doesn't it doesn't fucking work. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and just that whole speech to give it on that day, like he should have gone silent if he was like that. I mean, if he refuses to condemn them and refuses to tell his people that, like, hey, I lost, I'm not going to be president in a couple of weeks, and you're going to have to fucking accept that. Yeah, like you can follow me to my to Trump news, whatever. You know, I'll set up my own alternate Twitter. I'll get on Parler. It'll be okay. You'll hear from me, and yeah. you can pretend I'm still your president, but you're going to still have to follow the fucking laws that he sets well, because you know. I but a, he refuses to do that. No, instead he just wants to how, continue well, to. Before we get that, how telling is that line about they they come to me and they say, "Don't worry, you're a shoe in. You'll get it back in in 2024." That's them trying to convince him not to blow up democracy. Right? They realized what he was about to do. Yeah, that he was not going to. That he was going to go out there. They knew this. They knew this. This is on the itinerary. Everybody saw this. We've been warning. I have been warning about this since episode fucking one of this show. This is the guy who is going to do this. Uh, This isn't... This is not unexpected. This is not only predictable like this was planned he's been saying it for two weeks yeah it's completely unacceptable to have been caught off guard by this at all this is the this is the worst thing that i can think of at least the worst act that a president has ever 
Can you I, like I can't think of a president who's done something worse than this. I like, uh, when the when the rioting started, uh, I texted a couple people and be like, "Are you seeing what's happening?" And one of them texts back, "Someone close to me is like, yeah, you were right." You know, I like kind of like someone who doesn't pay as much attention to politics. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wasn't right as so much as like I just like. It was happening. It yeah, was going to happen. There was no way that this like, wasn't going to happen, especially when you have idiots that can buy into this bullshit. But this year, using the pretext of the China virus and the scam of mail-in ballots, Democrats attempted the most brazen and outrageous election theft. And there's never been anything like this. It's a pure theft in American history. Everybody knows it. That election, our election, was over at 10 o'clock in the evening. We're leading... Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, by hundreds of thousands of votes. And then late in the evening or early in the morning, boom, these explosions of bullshit. And all of a sudden... Like little kids in a cafeteria that just heard the teacher cuss for the first time. Oh, the adult said bitch. Can't even chant bullshit in, in unison. unison. Fucking Good God, fascist dweebs! Like we don't have free and fair elections. That's why they, uh, the Democrats, just won by the skin of their goddamn teeth. Yeah, and why every election for the last four years has been so goddamn close. Yeah. If, if they were stealing elections, why wouldn't it be a landslide, you fucking asshole? Or why wouldn't Trump ever win in a landslide? If it was like for him to try to not take responsibility for what's about to happen within you know thirty minutes of this speech taking place, and even like I, I will take back. We maybe we didn't see the violence happening, the rioting, them breaking in. We definitely saw they were going to go there and they were going to protest. And they were going to – because we, we knew there were protesters at the last couple. Yeah, but – Someone's going to get in. Someone's going to chant something. We've we've all had this nervousness that because he has, like, groups oh, it's, like it, the Proud it's Boys – it's a fucking soda that he's shaking up. Yeah, it's going to explode on someone. Obama and, and – or Biden or pick a, a, a Democratic candidate – Hillary. Would never, ever be like, hey, Antifa, sh- stand back and stand by. Like, right. they would just disavow them. Like, they would just fucking disavow them. It should be pretty easy to do, unless your base is pretty much made up which, strictly of people that like violence. I would like to want to, like, that's all they want. They just want a civil war. And and I will make the argument all day long that Antifa and BLM are not bad. Like, and I would, like, now, if I, I will was, say there are people and probably that identify with those groups that I don't agree with and probably absolutely. take it too far. Yeah, I, I was, don't, 100%. I'm not going to get on board with violence at all. But, like, I'm also not. It's going to be a really hard thing for me to sit here and tell you why an anti-fascist is bad. When we're seeing people trying to shut down a free and fair election right. because they don't like the results. And when when I remember four years ago, me and you being fucking bummed for months after Trump got elected. Mm-hmm. Being in a real funk that I seem like don't think I've ever come out of, honestly. Yeah. And I fucking sucked it up because I don't, I don't always get my way. Yeah. I'm it, an adult. That's not... Right. That is not how life works. Yeah. You don't just get to I don't stomp always, your We don't feet. always get to win. Yeah. Talk about fucking participation awards. Like, it's <laughs> goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> this is the clip that is absolutely, to me, this is the thing that, when, that he should end up in fucking court for and charged for. And when they bring up this evidence, if you try to use any legal fucking loophole to say that that's not what he meant, screw you, eliminate that law, 
you, this is the clip that you need to nail him for. They said we don't have free and fair elections. And you know what else? We don't have a free and fair press. Our media is not free. It's not fair. It suppresses thought. It suppresses speech. And it's become the enemy of the people. It's become the enemy of the people. It's, a, it's the biggest problem we have in this country. No third world countries would even attempt to do what we caught them doing. And you'll hear about that in just a few minutes. Republicans are, Republicans are constantly fighting like a boxer with his hands tied behind his back. It's like a boxer. And we want to be so nice. We want to be so respectful of everybody, including bad people. And we're going to have to fight much harder. And Mike Pence is going to have to come through for us. And if he doesn't, that will be a, a sad day for our country. Because you're sworn to uphold our Constitution. Now it is up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. And after this, we're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down. Anyone you want, but I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. Because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. Let's walk down there. Some of them won't like us. You have to be strong. You yeah. can't be weak. And I'm not going to buy that bullshit line. Any Trump supporter, any Republican, any member of the GOP that wants to sit here and tell me, oh, well, he was we, speaking figuratively. Fuck yeah. you. Don't we, talk. We used to have this Don't conversation. Talk anymore. We had this conversation a lot in the first two years about you can't take Trump literally. You have to take him seriously. That whole argument well, of I like. Would, it's funny. But what. Like, regardless if Trump means it or not, you can make the argument he's just ignorant. He doesn't know. Like, even if you don't think he's playing 3D chess. It doesn't matter. It has an effect. Yeah, and it doesn't matter at this point. Someone that with that much danger and the way they can speak to people and the way they can whip up a frenzy over yeah. fake fucking news. And I'm news. sorry, negligence isn't an excuse to get away no. with shit. Like, just like it wasn't an excuse for his crimes. He's yeah. too dumb to know he can't do that as president. Yeah. Fuck sorry. you. Fuck you. Know what your job is. You don't get to, you don't get to dumb your way out of it. Yeah. Like, it's not... I was actually I was uh, had a conversation with Mitch uh, earlier today on the phone, and one of the things that I like we were talking about the early days of the show and whatnot, and I said, you know, one of the things that we used to argue about, and I used to get really upset with you about, is that you would tell me what Trump meant, and now we're at this point where if like we can't explain this away, like we cannot make excuses for what happened on Wednesday and say, well, Trump didn't incite. Like, at, it, it, at this point, I don't give a fuck how the law is written. We need to make an example of why this will never happen again. And the only way that you can do that is you have to start off the bat being like, I don't give a shit what your explanation is. You can be as stupid as you want to fucking be. That's cool. But you don't get to you don't get to say, I didn't know I couldn't shoot that person. 
You don't get to fucking say that. Yeah. That's not an excuse. I didn't know I couldn't rob a bank. Fuck you. I didn't like, know I could incite a, try to incite well, a civil unrest. Guess what? You're learning the hard way, grown up. Now go sit in a fucking jail yeah. cell. Sit in t- t- not even Twitter timeout. Like the, he is in Twitter jail. He can never come back. He's right. locked up for life. And you know, they, Facebook should I announce too. Like he's gone. We're done with this. Yeah. He, Twitter's the real problem. He has way more followers there. Yeah. He needs to be silenced. They need to be silenced. Put a fucking muzzle on him. Um. And and, and all of his co-conspirators and complacent bullshitters in in the GOP. Uh, especially in the House of Representatives, like, and and don't think that I'm like I'm putting the focus right now on the House of Representatives because there's so many more, and because they're in a safer position because there are so many more of them. They yeah. know that a hundred of them can just be jackoffs and say, ah, we'll go along with him because our political career or whatever. Whereas senators can't do that as easily. Um, a lot more sp- a spotlight. That doesn't mean center. that I'm giving Marco Rubio or Lindsey Graham or Mitch McConnell a pass. Those assholes were just as equally responsible for lighting the wick. So, like, if, it, it, you're not running away from the bomb now, okay? Like, it, not Lindsey, for, not Lindsey, from my perspective. Lindsey Graham's not going to go back to being a McCain no. Republican. You can sit there and try to tell me, oh, we're done with this all you want. Uh, Marco Rubio, and you can try to pretend that you're on the high road. The only motherfucking Republican that's on a high road are the only Republicans are people like Ben Sass who have been saying shit from the beginning, people like Mitt Romney who have been saying shit all along. Those guys are the GOP. That's the grand old party. It's fucking dead, but not a lot of them. But that is, those are real Republicans, not Trump Republicans. And and those yeah. are the Republicans that I can been... still at least have respect for as people who believe in something that isn't just our God King is the the end all be all. Isn't it weird? They must be fucking the loneliest person in the world to be Mitt Romney right now. It'd be like you and Ben Sass yeah. are fucking it. I actually like... so I didn't pull the clip of the but I sent you and Jim and Mitch. Um that video earlier in the week of Mitt Romney was, I don't know if he's going from Utah to D.C. or whatever, but he was on a flight, and a bunch of stupid hicks sitting behind him were, like, chanting at him that he was un-American and, like, whatever. And I'm sure that, that the, the video is only, like, a couple minutes long. I'm sure that, like, if I, I've flown before, if they did that for more than five minutes, they're being assholes and annoying. And I can't imagine if you're on, like, a two or even a one-hour flight that you're going to keep chanting the whole time. So you have to kind of feel you though. have to kind of feel like jackasses once you stopped because like now what have you done that yeah. for? Every once in a while you have to make a smart ass comment to make them know you're still trying to bully them, <laughs> right? Um, but and I cut it out of the speech. But even Donald Trump, uh, one of the things that he said in the speech, he brought up Mitt Romney and said like, oh, I wonder if he had a good flight in last night. Like this dude is just a bully, and his entire tone that morning was, "We're going to go take back this government." Which is ironic because he is the government. Like the like, we're yeah. gonna topple the government. You fucking are the president, dude. Uh, of what was what used to be a respected country on the world stage, mostly a laughing stock recently, yeah. known for Sharpie Gate and fucking uh, Kofefi or whatever the fuck. Right. 
it, it just like it's just unbelievable to me. So speaking of uh, you, the fact that we used to be respected uh, on the world stage, here's a clip from BBC that like I I didn't cut up. I'm going to play a lot of this clip from BBC because I think it's important to remember that while all of this shit is happening, that there are other countries looking in at the cap, the world leaders like Angela Merkel and 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 fucking Macron, and, and even world leaders, people who run businesses in other countries, right. that Interact a lot with America, but I mean, think about from world leaders' perspectives, people who have been to Washington and walked in that Capitol building, or had Trump come to their country and fucking uh, a scandal happened, or you know, are something. now watching essentially a scene from World War Z where the zombies are wearing fucking red hats. It's absolutely insane. And imagine, it, it, I imagine Putin is sitting there with a fucking smile on his face. Yeah. Like, not only did I, like, so dissent, they might actually break themselves into two countries. How sweet would this be? Yeah. The events in Washington have taken a violent and tumultuous turn in the past few hours as thousands of supporters of President Trump stormed the U.S. Capitol building, venting their anger at the victory of Joe Biden in the presidential election. They forced the evacuation and lockdown of Congress itself, where lawmakers were all set to approve the election result. Shortly before the clashes, President Trump had addressed his supporters near the White House, telling them that he would never accept defeat. So obviously we know all of this. Um, this is the intro to the this BBC clip. Um, they go on and really just like the the more that I listen to this, um, the the more I just am ashamed of us as a society and as a nation and as some we literally go to wars and force other countries to take up our style of government. And now uh, a, a large portion of our country is saying that this election was not handled fair; it was stolen. Right. Um, how in the fuck? I mean, the images that we saw with with people hanging off of the Capitol and and toppling shit like that's those are images from Syria, not the United States. The, this this clip is embarrassing. The peaceful transfer of power, the cornerstone of American democracy, seemed a highly abstract concept today. As Trump supporters clashed with police, as they tried and succeeded to storm the Congress where America's elected leaders had gathered to certify the election victory of Joe Biden. Earlier, in a rally outside the White House, Donald Trump encouraged his loyal base to fight to overturn the result of this bitterly contested election. Many of his supporters needing little encouragement to join the fight. We're here to support, you know, if... if Violence happens like it happens, but we're not going to start it. You know, we're just like here to defend ourselves. Yeah. Sorry, say that again. I'm a Mexican immigrant. I support Trump. Freedom is paid for with blood, and tyranny always masquerades itself as safety and security, and that's what we're fighting against right now. Outside the Capitol, the outer ring of security had been breached. The crowds had taken Donald Trump at his word, and they were taking the fight to the heart of American democracy. They were literally banging on the doors of Congress. And then some Trump supporters managed to get inside. They were armed and wandering the Capitol building. There were tense and violent scenes with police who'll have never dealt with anything like this. 
These pictures appear to show a woman protester being shot inside the Capitol building. A stretcher was sent in. She was later given CPR. A protester breached the inner sanctum of the chamber. The vice president had to be removed to safety by his secret service detail. And then the joint session was adjourned. Earlier, the Republican Senate leader, for so long a loyal lieutenant of the president, turned on him with this withering assessment. This election were overturned by mere allegations from the losing side. Our democracy would enter a death spiral. We'd never see the whole nation except an election again. Every four years would be a scramble for power at any cost. And the vice president, who's officiating over this joint session and has shown Donald Trump near slavish loyalty, also said it was not his role to overturn the verdict of the people. My oath to support and defend the Constitution constrains me from claiming unilateral authority to decide which electoral votes should be counted. And he went on. The presidency belongs to the people and to them alone. And the president-elect has gone on television to warn that American democracy is under unprecedented assault. And he made this appeal. I call on President Trump to go on national television now to fulfill his oath and defend the Constitution and demand an end to this siege, to storm the Capitol, to smash windows, to occupy offices, the floor of the United States Senate rummaging through desks, on the Capitol, on the House of Representatives, threatening the safety of duly elected officials. It's not protest. It's insurrection. Okay, you're going to notice in this episode that there's a we're not talking over these clips. There's a reason that we're not talking over these clips. Is that and honestly, it's not because we're literally not saying anything while these clips are 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 playing. There's nothing to say. I can't talk over the importance and and the, the I, uh, I can talk after. I can talk. I can talk after. I can make points after. But I just cannot believe the like the only that we, thing that I, we have a uh, that we have a president about to be set about to be uh, uh, sworn in in just two weeks, mm-hmm. and he has to get on air and tell the current president to please tell people not to lay siege to the fucking Capitol building. Right. Yeah, because the fo- and because this is the current president because the current president fucking sent him there. The only thing I could think of while I was listening to BBC do that was congratulations GOP, congratulations House Representatives, congratulations Lindsey Graham and Marco Rubio and Mitch McConnell and every congratu- enabler, every person who looked the other way. Congratulations to every fucking internet KK Karen that fucking turned this democracy into a tin pot dictatorship. Congratulations, you sold out the country for a win. You fucking pathetic pieces of shit yeah and i bet it feels like a win right now you got so much in the last four years and this is how it ends just unfucking believable unbelievable and try anybody try to convince me now that hillary clinton would have been worse than this yeah absolutely yeah no way it would have been it would have been bad in the way that obama was bad the way that drones are bad but it would have been like trump didn't do anything different he made it 10 times worse yeah the only way hillary hillary would have been as bad is if her daughter profited 
from it and got it like spot in the government and then she led to a Dude, coup. The only way Hillary would yeah, the the only way you can be this bad is sending fucking terrorists, insurrectionists to the capital to keep you it's in like, power when the people don't want you in power. That's the only you way. You can't handle people not liking you. It, 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 it's it, petulant it, child behavior. It's disgusting. From a man who is a fucking 80-year-old or how almost yeah, 70 yeah but yeah like i mean septuagenary it, he's fucking old he, he it's just it's just unbelievable it's most american people, it, most it's, people have lost at some point in their life and they accept that it's part of life and they just get the fuck over it it sucks and you learn to laugh at yourself and you move on yeah he's a person who cannot do that no he cannot accept and Does he even want to be president? Does he even like it? I, I think he likes people cheering for him. He likes the, the, right. the speeches he gives. I can't imagine that he that he likes it. I mean, if he liked it, he would have done the job. He hasn't done the job for if, four fucking years. If he liked it, he would get up before 11 to do the job. He wouldn't be watching Fox News for fucking four hours of executive time every morning. Yeah, this the, like this is just this is unbelievable. Disgusting. This is a disgusting look. At, at America, for no matter what your perspective is, unless you're a fucking piece of shit fascist, like, then this was great. It, this was your... I saw... I argued with one st- stupid fuck on Twitter who called the storming of the Capitol, uh, compared it to the storming of the Bastille. Fuck you for not understanding history. The storming of the Bastille wasn't so that you could protect some crybaby fake fucking billionaire. That would make Eat the Rich considerably ironic as a rallying cry. It, the Comparing... Like, not understanding history... Have Having a sixth grade education level is how we fucking got here because those stupid assholes have ruined the fucking internet because they think that they're smarter than anybody else because they because a YouTube video told them what the fuck is going on in the country. I I I really want to go ask the people from fucking Rasmussen, the the polling place who who tweeted the Stalin tweet Mm -hmm. in support of what they thought Pence could do. Like, is this what you thought was going to happen? Is this Was this your end goal? Yeah. This was all was going to happen. It was a loose-knit group of crazy fuckers egged on by a, a loser president. Yeah. A, a, a sore loser president. A fucking pedophile lawyer. Did like, they really— <clears throat> Hey, what is sad, and there is a hypocrisy. We haven't even got to the—I uh, guess we've gotten to the, the, the riot now. But there is a noticeable difference in the way police responded— Oh yeah. to this versus Absolutely. Black Lives Matter or any other protest we've seen in the last— well, and in the these, last couple years. these same people have— Or when uh, Trump wanted the, the fucking place cleared out so he could go take a, a Bible photo op, they had no problem uh, restoring order and getting people away from the White House. Yeah. Or from a from a, a, a federal building. Right. Shooting uh, tear gas and, yeah. and, and, and rubber bullets like, to the face. The police fucking the, let the, these motherfuckers mm, in. I know they've already had a couple of resignations. I think the police chief resigned because they turn, it came out right. that they turned down National Guard assistance because they knew— People online were saying bring guns that were coming, which like, I remember them turning down. Yeah. Like I remember prior to when when DC, I don't know if it was the mayor or whoever made the call a couple of days out to turn down the net, but she didn't say that she was turning down the national. I know that the DC police or the Capitol police did end up turning down the National Guard's offer in the lead-up to this. Yeah. But there was also a point where I believe the mayor said, we don't need federal police in... Oh, you absolutely do. Turns out. Yes, but I think the reason that she said that, the way that I took that was we don't need federal police as in, like, the secret police that we saw over the summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a more nuanced approach. That is kind of how I felt like she was 
like I felt like that's where and she that was is, coming from in the beginning. But there's an absolutely no excuse for the National Guard not being on standby. There for is there not being a bigger police present. Yeah. There the, is no excuse for a such a small rag. How many, how many people did they say there were? Thirty thousand. Yeah. And not all of them showed up at the Capitol building. Right. Like, there wasn't 30,000 people. No. Not, was like, I don't know the crowd size. It, 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 was, it was a large it amount. It was fucking a lot. But the idea I mean, that they said They said there were thousands in the Capitol. Yeah. But the idea that that small amount of people, which is not big country-wise, if you're Russia right. or China thinking, like, that's all it took to overtake a, one of the, the biggest buildings, like, probably 20,000 could take the White House. Yeah. Right? Doesn't seem that impressive now. Well, I would think a few thousand can take. But, like, right? It, if there's no police response, which there wasn't, and we've seen videos of police moving barricades, we've seen videos of police taking pictures, or, like taking selfies with these yeah. fucking. Like, do, here's the problem: it is that like we can, we cannot have two different systems of policing and justice. If these guys were black, if this was a Black Lives Matter thing, and they, they were behind the podium. They would have been shut the fuck down. They would have been shot. They would have been shot. They absolutely more than, would have More sh- than just that woman. Yeah. They would have been a lot more deaths. Now, that is one thing that I do want to speak to because that was in that long clip as well. Uh, that it, At the point that that was being reported, she obviously hadn't died yet. It, it, the clip went on to say that she was shot. This video appears yeah, to show somebody shot and got you know CPR what? later. Fuck 2021. I already had to see a video of someone getting shot on live TV practically. Right. I mean, I think they, they showed it after. I don't think it was live, but right. god damn it. Like, I, I could go a couple months without seeing that. I I will tell you though, fuck her. I don't no, care. I, I, I like. I'm not gonna cry. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but I, it's Trump's fault. He is fucking responsible it's, for her death. She is stupid and gullible. It's not just. Tr- it is. Tr- and I, I like. And I listen. Was maybe mental it, illness. It plays is Trump's. Issue. It is Trump's fault. But if you look at her, her social media presence and her anti-vax, the, like Q, straight QAnon down the line. Uh, with the fucking conspiracies and the Bill Gates and the socialists. And, like, yes, it is Donald Trump's fault, but it is not only Donald Trump's fault. She was radicalized I don't online think, by yeah. fucking grifters. And, and I don't sorry, know that like, I'm you're willing a, to put the blame on you're her. You're a domestic not, terrorist. I mean, yeah. No tears for dead I Nazis. I think Trump and Michael Flynn and Giuliani hold way more of the blame, Don Jr. But I think also I don't know that I'm willing to blame that particular officer for like I, I don't know where I stand on that I've seen as the video from one angle wh- what do you are you blaming me are you thinking I'm not blaming the officer for shooting her like I know I'm I don't know where I put the blame I besides I think the, I think the officer absolutely should have shot her I think uh, I, I I would like to see I mean honestly there should have been so many more people in place it never should have got to absolutely that point. I agree with you there but what Those else are you are trying what to, else like, are you going to do you have Congress behind those doors yeah, there are I mean, people beating on those doors calling for our leaders' heads. What the fuck are you supposed to do? It's not yeah. just if that door uh, opens. It's not just her that's running in there. This is the reason I don't own a gun and I don't want a gun because I don't want to be put in a situation <laughs> like that. My only response is either I want to fight with my hands or I want to run the fuck away. So the Probably re- run away. This is the reason I do own a gun because I'm not going to do shit like, like that. I cannot like, imagine a worse. Fi- per- I don't want to be in that position. That is my worst fear of having to be like. That's my worst fear too. Of I don't having ever to take someone's to life over something like this, over some bullshit 
So that woman died over nothing. Yeah, but for no, no fucking she reason. Didn't. She wasn't even the first she, one. I don't agree four. with you, Frank. She died over nothing at, on an ideological and like factual, like the, on the, a, the um, informational level. Yes. She died there over nothing. There was nothing to her claims. But she died because she was involved in a mob trying to overthrow the government. And I don't, and it harkens back to the, oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Well, now you're dead. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I do like the person I'm pissed off more. Um, I feel sad for her because she I lost f- her life I feel on a sad. grip. I feel sad for her family. Yeah, I feel. Sad. But like, look, and I feel worse are, is that it's probably going to embolden them. Would we them. have? Would it's we have embol- this, She is a martyr now for them. Would we have this conversation about a member of ISIS? And if we wouldn't have this conversation about a member of ISIS, then I think they're in the same boat. I'm sorry, but yeah, like, I it's guess. online radicalization. But that again, with, with this ISIS, to happen. I don't. I don't blame the the uh, the guy they they talk into being a suicide bomber so much as I, I blame the people who train and fucking recruit them and have the network that that supports that. There are levels in the same way that I, I blame Trump for what he yeah, did because there, he's the one getting people killed. I agree with you, but there are levels of bad. There's still responsibility and okay, on I'm not, both sides. I'm not saying she's a hero or that she was like the guy. And that, if she wouldn't have gotten shot, she should have been locked up with the rest of them. She was committing a crime, right? But like in the same way that like I'm just because saying, I, when I see black people committing a crime, they do not deserve to be here's shot. A, here's let me make clear what I'm saying. I if she was still alive right now, if we were in that moment, if the listener was in, if we're having this conversation on Wednesday afternoon as she's beating on that door, my hope is not that she ends up dead. What I am telling you in hindsight is that I like I am not sorry. She put herself in a stupid fucking position. Yeah. She tried to topple democracy. You like, I, I don't want to be the play stupid games, win stupid prizes guy. Yeah, but that's what she fucking did, and it's it's the Darwinism shit, right? Like you cannot go get, a, and I'm not going to turn this into a vaccine thing, but like you cannot go get a vaccine, and you could get sick, and some shit could happen, yeah. like. You can maybe like maybe the reason you I can feel run like this across a fucking highway. You might get hit. I have, I have family members who are anti-vaxxers. I have family members who are who voted for Trump more than once. Uh, I can see them getting. They have gotten roped into this and into false beliefs, into internet fucking uh, misinformation. And I could see them being the kind of people that if after a while it becomes a thing where you do think that you're. You're helping. You're the only one helping people. Right? How can be? But that's it, radicalization. It is, but it's so close to what me and you are doing right now. Of like, how could no one else have seen this for four years? You right. Know? Like we, you know, we'll sit there and say that ours is based in reality, and I think it is. The re- right. whole reason I'm willing to back this up and put it on air, you know, put yeah. it on tape. But like, it's. I feel more em- empathy or sadness for these people than I do anger at this point. I feel more anger for Trump because he knows what he's doing, and I, I hate the argument that he doesn't. He has to know. Uh, yeah, that he's yeah, radicalizing he, people and yeah, pushing people he, to their deaths, and you, like in a way that you can like, you can say that the COVID deaths are on him, and I'll buy that argument, and I think it's a very real argument, but like this is directly that is his, like he should be on trial for her death. As but as much as fucking Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz yeah, and oh, yeah. all of there the people be, that fucking backed this insurrection and of the United States, that her family cannot take or like bring a civil suit against Trump. Yeah, they because absolutely he, should be allowed to. They should. They should. Now, again, that comes into like again. I don't know, man. Because would we allow? I think you're you're probably right. I would Timothy McVeigh's family be allowed to bring a suit against 
like because then you get into this like area where like what, what she was doing I don't know yeah because like oh Timothy McVeigh was mad a, mad Damn about it. some shit Damn it. <laughs> like, fuck you Trump I hate this man yeah like I'm sorry but I I don't know this is the hard the one I wrestle with the most because and she's not the only one who died but I think her story I don't know the other I know one of the other ones maybe the, the, the other one what uh, well I, I know did the guy tase himself and die I don't know if that's confirmed I don't know if that's confirmed I, either I, it seems. Like I know two. somebody had a stroke, somebody had a heart attack, somebody got trampled, and again, the, like, all right, I don't want anybody to die. I don't want anybody. Something like I don't this. want anybody to die either. But I'm not losing sleep over it. Like the, this ceremony, those are four radicals. The counting that of the electoral here. votes should never lead to death. No, of anybody, absolutely not. Four fucking, and people. that is absolutely why. People like the, the Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and Don Jr. need to be in a fucking cell. Absolutely need to be in a fucking cell. And if we don't get them in a cell, democracy is dead. And, like, look, I'm not... Like, I've tried so hard. The reason we didn't do this show last night is because I didn't want to get on here and start calling for heads. There was, but I if, love if, me if, and you were both like, nah, not, not right now. Yeah, like... Um, but like, man, if we don't see punishments, consequence, for some this, kind of consequence, then democracy the, is fucking dead. I don't think we will. The amount of people like they're talking, oh, well, if they don't invoke the twenty fifth, Democrats won't impeach him, and you already have Republicans saying they're not going to support it, and, and tr- doing the same game they've been doing for yeah, four years it, of of giving it's excuses. Un- it's fucking stupid. The fact that we have to have a leader who's not even a leader. What's, Joe uh, Biden isn't even a fucking leader yet. He won the election, but he's not in any meaningful capacity able to make decisions yet. The fact that he has to come out and fucking call for the president to come out and say something and disavow this shit, it's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. And then what's even more infuriating is that Trump released a video like 10 minutes later. And it's like, dude, you have to be... oh. You're supposed to be the leader, and right now we have to have the batter up come in and tell you how you're supposed to act, and then when you act, it's not fucking good enough. Donald Trump has spoken. He called on his supporters to stand down, but condemnation, there was none. This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. It's the same bullshit as always. It's Here's the, the Charlottesville thing. It, it's the it, uh, my problem is it, exactly is that it's the Charlotte. It's what we've seen before. It, we're going to see it again. This will happen again. Yeah. As long as Dem- or Republicans do not check his ass, throw him out of the party, ignore him, and I, like thank God. I know it's late, but Dorsey and fucking for actually taking the guts or the balls to, to ban him, to be the first social media site that's actually like, he's gone. Yeah. We're done with him. We're done with Flynn. We're done with Q. Yeah. Fuck all of you. Go to Parlor. You know? Let's yeah. see how well that works. I agree that it's good, but it, because like, this it's will one happen. of those things. It's, gonna, like, it's too little too late. They already tried to overthrow democracy. Me, you cannot tell me that it that Biden, he hasn't worked these people up enough that no, someone's not going to try to kill Biden. There's no fucking way we're not going to have an attempt on on his life. Yeah. If Trump keeps on the way he's doing. Or not even that. They put a bomb in the RNC building. 
Yeah. They're coming after Republicans, too. Yeah. I really thought that would be a wake-up call when I saw Republicans putting on gas masks that were stored under their seat, which yep. I can't imagine is a standard operating procedure move. No. To I store gas mask under... No, like, that is well, a the fucking re- Trump move. Yeah, the, re- the reason they did that, too, is because tear gas had to be deployed inside the Capitol building. And, well, and they knew there was a real chance, but yet they didn't have enough police and, you know, staff to prevent a woman from getting shot who should have never gotten to that fucking window no. or that door to break in. No, absolutely None of those not. people should have gotten... Even through the barricade or... No. no. Mm. Absolutely not. I've been inside that building. I've been inside. I've been to DC too. Yeah. Like I, yeah, it's Uh, that like the fact that it's insane to me because like they started at the fucking, uh, the Lincoln Memorial. And if yeah. I'm not mistaken, and I might be, I, I like I have friends who are live you told us to me. I think you are right, or it's not. I don't know if it's a complete end, but it's not. It, there, it's a distance. It, there is a long walk from the Lincoln Memorial yeah, to the Capitol a, building. DC's not a big place, but it's they're kind of like yeah. they're basically like the attractions at opposite ends. If I'm not mistaken, like I know it's not a short walk. No, not at, at all. all. Enough that when Stacy and I vacationed in DC a few years ago, like. We did not see the Capitol and the and the Lincoln Memorial on the same day because there was too much shit in between. Like we were not gonna make that huge ass walk. There's a lot of like, traffic. Yeah. Well, and you a lot of, a lot of shit happens. If in, you're a in tourist, you're looking through. Like you want to go to the Smithsonian's. You want to go to all these buildings, whatever. Like it's a decent fucking walk to get from site to site and i know that that was i i'm almost positive that that the the lincoln memorial was something where it was like okay tomorrow we'll get off this subway and we'll go we'll be on this side of town um so the fact that like police weren't able to even gather up once they saw the turnout at the rally yeah and uh, just to go to that video that clip you played of trump the uh your special we love you that is encouraging. Like, go home. We need peace. But that, like, you're that's that twisted message you always does yeah, it, of uh, stand it, down and stand by. We don't want to play into their hands. You're literally saying things that can that they can take and be like, see, he supports us. He loves it. We're doing the right fucking thing. Right. Yeah. He's agreeing with us, and like, and the Q drops are right, man. Yeah, he's a fascist piece of shit. It's speaking of the Q drops, and this, I didn't pull a clip for this, and and I guess I'll just put it in now because later it won't. Like there's no more, there's no relevant time to put it in. But he's at Camp David this weekend after this after the fallout. Yeah, he ran to the bunker. There is a Q drop that exists from a couple of months ago that says that after January sixth that he will go to. I don't know if that's a real Q drop. I'd have to like look into it. It, but if it is, then that tells me that he's reading Q drops to figure out what his next move is. And maybe that's, or and that's fucked up. Could be coincidence. It could be a thing that presidents do. It could be something like, I don't know. I don't think presidents run to fucking military bases. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. Maybe know. the person was smart enough to realize the election. Like, I don't. Yeah, I also don't care. Q has been proven. There. You want to feel more sad in the eye when thinking about how the world is looking at us? The chamber has emptied. Democracy put on hold. Outside, they were scaling the ramparts. The mob, for the moment, in charge, believing they have the right to overthrow the will of the people. Tonight, the shining city on the hill, as America likes to describe itself, feels as though the light of democracy is flickering dangerously. Yeah, that like that line that the realization that the light of democracy is flickering 
especially if you're Britain and like historically you saw the like uh, America as a child, right? You know, that that emancipated itself and run away, and now you're seeing it just a few years later, comparatively, right? About to destroy itself over something that's so easy. Like if you just had a little bit of guidance and weren't such dicks, yeah, yeah. If you didn't have this this fucking you could be having a some complex. a comparably rational argument of Brexit, which is still stupid. But compared to stupid. this, is fucking so civil. Yeah. Oh my god. Right. Like I would, I yearn for the days of Brexit. Like that seems so polite in comparison as an argument, a national argument that tears you asunder. Right. Which is crazy because it's not. It's, like, oh, the price it, of fish. It, That's what they're arguing about. Yeah. Like it's it's fucking nothing. It, it's it's but, but it's it, it, but it's not as harmful as this nothing. Oh no, this this nothing. This is people a, are yeah yeah this, people are dying. We, we might not be a country because of this nothing. Right. And then you like the the other crazy thing that like we haven't that that goes into this whole thing is that like there's still a pandemic, right? So like there's th- there's tens of thousands of people in the streets of Washington just being dickheads, just doing whatever they want, hanging off whatever they want, and like and none of them have masks, which is no, also no, no. Yeah. which is also ironic because their f- stupid fucking worldview. That like viruses are fake and vaccines are bullshit. It's that, also gonna lead to it's them also getting arrested. gonna lead to yeah, arrests. Yeah. Fucking oh. idiots! Like we saw every face of of those jackasses inside the. Oh, they arrested the, the guy in Pelosi's office already. Yeah, today. yeah I saw like, that he turned himself. It wasn't in hard. Arkansas. He was. They were tweeting about it. They he were, gave an interview after yeah, like, afterwards. He was he left a message handwritten. Like it, it's not easy to to, to know he was there. It's just this this fucking ego. And talk about entitled. His inter- he actually gave an interview shirtless with fucking after he left the building, um, with uh with CNN, and he was just like, yeah, I sat down at her desk, the desk she borrowed from us. It's it's our money. It's my tax money to like these people call uh, call liberals entitled. Yeah, because we we take welfare or something like. Mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not I'm not a pro civil war person. I'm not. But I'm tired of sharing. <laughs> like I'm tired of always being the bigger person when there are such Yeah. It, I'm tired of them not if acting like adults. If you can't if you can't live in society like and and make like if we can't have a societal effort amongst everybody to to be part of the bigger picture and make things better for everybody then we need separate societies so so you're what you're saying on the podcast is that you're pro secession or pro kicking them out i'm pro let's may have a peaceful agreement and just be gentlemen about can it we give them and, texas and be like we'll take austin and dallas yes we'll we can give them the whole the south rest. We'll give them the whole South. Yeah, take There's fucking, no infrastructure. Well, no, we keep, it ends the same hey, way. Hey, we're keeping Georgia. God we're, damn it. <laughs> we're keep, we are. They they want to come with us. Yeah, we're keeping Georgia. That's that's for sure. We got a uh, and we're get, and and we're keeping we're at least keeping Stacey Abrams. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I don't know. I, Did like, you see I, Cory Bush, our our newly elected uh, representative from mm-hmm. Missouri, uh, said she's gonna one of her first things she's gonna do is introduced an article of um 
is it censure uh, against uh, everyone who voted? Yeah, uh, yeah. Removal, I removal. Think is, yeah, is what she was saying. Um, and I know it's not going to go anywhere, but like it made me so proud for momentarily to be a Missourian to realize someone We're, realizes all, the craziness of Josh Hawley yeah, and what he just did. They're not all Josh Hawley and Claire McCaskill because, like, if you really look at both of them, actually, if you look at all of them, look at fucking Roy Blunt. Roy Blunt's a piece of shit. Doesn't make any sense why Roy Blunt has been in Congress my entire fucking life. Right? The dude doesn't do anything except apparently read fucking election he got the results. Charisma of a mayfly. I just like he's never like that guy is so bought and paid for. And then you've got and then Claire McCaskill. I didn't like Claire when she was our no, our senator. By- all the time. <laughs> yeah. She was my favorite Democrat to pick on because she was the one who was always in my face as but a Missourian. always never knew what her position was until after it, everyone else decided what their month. positions was. Yeah, yeah, a month. Like Claire McCaskill is the person that will come out in on February 15th or, like, yeah, around Valentine's Day and be like, yeah, I disagree with the insurrection. Thanks, Claire. Yeah. We, like, we got we, it. We got yeah. Um, what do you are do you go into momentary comas? What the fuck happened? Then to we you? have Josh Hawley, who's not even fucking from Missouri. Like, and I don't know, man. I so yeah, I agree with you. That <laughs> Can Ted Cruz give Josh Hawley his beard? Because one has a beard and doesn't need it, and the other one desperately needs a fucking yeah, beard. No shit. I don't know. I think. Uh, I hope that they both killed their political careers. I don't have faith in no, the I, American I, voter. I do know that Josh Hawley, if you look on uh, the, the the San Luis Post-Dispatch, it's been wall-to-wall Hawley, Hawley coverage. Yeah. And, and he lost one of his big millionaire donors. But I am scared that— And his Simon & Schuster book deal fell apart, which right. he called uh, a woke mob, which I think is—don't use the word mob to describe them canceling a book deal— the day after you send a mob to Capitol Hill. Yeah. Like, that you portray the words, you fucking asshole. Now, I know we are kind of jumping around in who we're talking about here because there is a Ho- <laughs> there will be a Holly clip later. But I, 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 we can get into, like, it's, it's a decent segue, decent enough for the, the day. Like, I'm not trying to, I am so upset that, like, this is just kind of all over the place. Um, we lived through a coup. It, we, we have to keep saying that. We right. Lived, we technically lived through a fucking coup. Cut us some fucking slack. I did. Oh, my God. You know what's insane is a, that, the like, stupidest coup. I have been watching this shit all week. Like, I, because I tuned in at election results, right? On, yeah. On Tuesday night. Yeah, I wanted night. to see how Georgia was doing. And then, like, I never turned off the TV. I actually, like, told, I don't think you fucking slept. I didn't. I told, for, like, two days. I, I told Stacy, like, uh, hey, I'm probably just gonna, like, make a bed on the couch tonight because I want to see when the results come in. Um, so much so that and she I, does I, not want to hear you seeing the results come in if it didn't go well. Right. No shit. Um, I also, uh, like, I, I watched so much of it that, like, I, it, it's unfortunate that, that what happened that Wednesday happened because <coughs> I had so many tidbits of bullshit knowledge that don't matter. Like, I remember the, the time, I remember, this, this is completely irrelevant to where we're at in the story now, but there was a point on uh, Tuesday night going into Wednesday where uh, DeKalb County was supposed to have John Ossoff numbers and the fucking voting machines went down and they had to start counting by hand. hand. And this was at like one in the morning and I was like, oh my God, voting machines can't go down in the middle of the night. This is fucked. <laughs> like, Flashbacks to fucking the, how long we waited for yeah. November 3rd results. Uh, I was just like, man, this is going to be... The like of course they're gonna run with this and they did um 
and but but it is a decent enough segue to get into congress resuming their session and i'm gonna tell you i know like we have so how long do you remember exactly how long the insurrection lasted uh Uh, for a fucking while hours like i mean they didn't start until it was uh uh, one almost 1 30 in the afternoon before they got back to doing what they were doing no no, it was uh, 1 30 in the afternoon when it it started started, and then oh no because it was like like four in the afternoon when it 4 30 maybe when they finally um I don't even think they announced that the Capitol was clear until, like, 6 o'clock. Yeah, because they didn't come back until, like, 10 or 11. It was uh, – It depends on what – our time versus D.C. time. They were an hour – It was either 7 or 8 Central time, so 8 or 9 Eastern time. Um, Took a lot longer than it should have to make sure that our democracy was secure. Yeah. Um, it is a shockingly long time. And it was good that they came back because they needed to come back because you can't not come back. No, and that was the point I was making while we were waiting for it to come back. It's like they if they don't they just they send a message to everyone like you can do this. Yeah. That's how easy it is. Yeah. Um so they did come back. These clips are considerably longer than the ones that we've listened to so far because <sighs> We, they have to be. They have to be. They I, just they witnessed the same thing we just witnessed. Yeah, I can't. They witnessed it while being there and have to be right, uh, like ushered up by security. Yeah. And this I, is important. And I think what they say. I think that like I think it's it's necessary to paint the full picture that we get their full response. So or or, or the the full speeches and the full and, scope of right. their their remarks. So yeah. as they come back, there was something that I noticed and we were all texting each other all day as this was going on. Um but there was but you'll remember shortly after they came back, one of the things that we started talking that the thread started blowing up about was holy shit, this tone feels really different than when they fucking left. Oh yeah. Um, Don't I mean it was Later, they've been up all day. So right. I'm sure they were tired, but like their but faces were stone. They also had PTSD, ashen, yeah. and, and they were fucking pissed. And so, uh, Mike Pence was the first person to speak once the two houses came back together. Um, and go ahead. Maybe the most surreal moment I've had in a long time watching the watching them actually break in was surreal. But then, like, what do you? I just imagine him going like, my first words would have been like, "All right, then." Like that was interesting. What the fuck do you say after that? Well, Senate will come to order. The vice president, as president of the Senate, would like to give a brief statement with the indulgence of the senators. Today was a dark day in the history of the United States Capitol. But thanks to the swift efforts of U.S. Capitol Police, federal, state, and local law enforcement, the violence was quelled. The capital is secured, and the people's work continues. We condemn the violence that took place here in the strongest possible terms. We grieve the loss of life in these hallowed halls, as well as the injuries suffered by those who defended our capital today. And we will always be grateful the men and women who stayed at their posts to defend this historic place. To those who wreaked havoc in our capital today, you did not win. Violence never wins. Freedom wins. And this is still the people's house. And as we reconvene in this chamber, 
The world will again witness the resilience and strength of our democracy. For even in the wake of unprecedented violence and vandalism at this Capitol, the elected representatives of the people of the United States have assembled again on the very same day to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. So may God bless the lost, the injured, and the heroes forged on this day. May God bless all who serve here and those who protect this place. And may God bless the United States of America. Let's get back to work. You can hear that that clap is real. It's from every member of the Senate. It is not, that is not a partisan clap. No, that, that is, is not a, a um, clap. That is a, we still have a country <laughs> clap. Yeah. Um, that is, that is so terrifying. I don't like, I'm not a fan of Mike Pence. I fucking I, hate Mike Pence. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of his politics. I don't, I think. Our feelings are known about Mike Pence. There was the only. Yeah, no, I don't want to beat a dead horse. That was the only time. I was I was proud of him in that moment for coming back and having the tone and uh, and getting back to work because we had to like if if they did not come back as you said like that's it like they sent they sent the message that they can dis- disrupt a joint session of Congress if, if they didn't it, come back till the next day <clears throat> this would have happened again. Absolutely. If they announced like, "Oh, we're going to start it at four, they come back and yep. they stop it again and again and again until Trump's right keeps being president because they technically can't swear Biden in until this happens because of the, right you know yeah because that's their only play left. Which I was thinking during the day, like, okay, how do you uh, how are they going to do this? Are they going to like virtually do this? Are they going to zoom this? But then the more I thought about it, like, you can't. No. You have to go back and finish the process. <laughs> like how? Like my first, because like, I had the same <laughs> thought, and then I was like, no, they'll just get more security. And then I was like, why don't they have more security? Why did it ever get to that fucking well, point? And I know that uh, both McConnell and Pelosi fired the people the in chief charge. of arms, yeah. or, or whatever the, um, the title is. Because, Good. Yeah, because your they job failed. is that you're to keep this place secure. We pay you for that. Now, you didn't do that. Now I get that you probably thought this would never happen because all of us thought well, this would probably never happen. There's a good chance those people aren't in charge of. Uh, Maybe they aren't the ones to accept whether they should have gotten more help or. Right. I don't know who's. Yeah, I don't know the hierarchy. But like I'm not gonna but cry once, that they got fired. Yeah, like, no. Someone what, heads need to roll. Once the once the fucking building is breached. But there's there's aren't the right heads to roll. The the right heads to roll are and like obviously let's keep this on a figurative. McConnell should because, be fired too. He shouldn't be the one right. firing people. Yeah. yeah. Um like, you you got us here as much as anybody did. Abs- absolutely. Now I will say, uh, because you brought him up, that McConnell has a clip here. His speech I want to play too. Um, so when the Senate came back, Mike Pence gave that speech that we just listened to. That was the first one. McConnell immediately got up and he asks if him and the and the minority leader can speak, not counting against their time. Because remember, as they're coming back, they're coming back into the process. And McConnell is constantly having to to a lot. 
he's given the time, and then he has to allot it to senators. Right. I have to give five minutes to this person, give five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's asking for it to not happen. Now, what I I actually cut out Chuck Schumer here. Um, I've got the McConnell clip, and that's what I'm going to play in a second. Chuck Schumer, I took out, even though that was the order that everybody spoke when they came uh, back in, because Chuck Schumer was saying stuff that you would expect Chuck Schumer to say. Um, to me, I really wanted to give the the feel of the tone. Chuck um, Schumer is saying what we're saying. This is a disgrace. Exactly. They should be ashamed I didn't of want to beat it in. Plus, I have another uh, congresswoman that I thought gave a more important way for the, yeah if she's the one i'm thinking of the yeah. one that i freaked out about hearing yeah so we'll so we'll play that too but for now after pence finishes his uh speech uh mcconnell stands up and and gives this one and again i hate mitch mcconnell i don't like him i think he is bad for america i think he does not care about the people um this was another moment that i thought you needed to do this. You did exactly what you needed to do. The majority leader. I ask unanimous consent the majority leader and the Democratic leader be allowed to speak and that the time not count against two hours of debate in relation to the objection raised on the state of Arizona. Is there objection? Without objection, so ordered. On the state of the American people, the United States Senate will not be intimidated. We will not be kept out of this chamber by thugs, mobs, or threats. We will not bow to lawlessness or intimidation. We are back at our posts. We will discharge our duty under the Constitution and for our nation. And we're going to do it tonight. This afternoon, Congress began the process of honoring the will of the American people and counting the Electoral College votes. We've fulfilled this solemn duty every four years for more than two centuries. Whether our nation's been at war or at peace, under all manner of threats, even during an ongoing ongoing armed rebellion and the Civil War, the clockwork of our democracy has carried on. The United States and the United States Congress have faced down much greater threats than the unhinged crowd we saw today. We've never been deterred before and will be not deterred today. They tried to disrupt our democracy. They failed. They failed. They failed to attempt to obstruct the Congress. This failed insurrection only underscores how crucial the task before us is for our republic. Our nation was founded precisely so that the free choice of the American people is what shapes our self-government and determines the destiny of our nation. Not fear, not force, but the peaceful expression of the popular will. Now we assemble this afternoon to count our citizens' votes and to formalize their choice of the next president. 
Now we're going to finish exactly what we started. We'll complete the process the right way by the book. We'll follow our precedents, our laws, and our Constitution to the letter. And we will certify the winner of the 2020 presidential election. Criminal behavior will never dominate the United States Congress. This institution is resilient. Our democratic republic is strong. The American people deserve nothing less. Good on Mitch. Yeah, I, thought, like, um, I can't. I, like, I have an, I, I, as much as he started that conversation with, uh, I have a, an address to the American people, to the public, and a reassurance to the population, to the nation. He's talking to Trump. He's talking to Trump and his and his fucking thugs. But mostly and, to Trump. And, yeah, and and like part of it's he, that part of it's the crowd too. Here's the thing. I'm proud of. This is the one moment, the one moment that I can think of. And I'm sure that there are more little moments like this. This one being considerably catastrophic. Um, but calling them thugs, I think, is important. Um, because that is the way that black people are talked about. That is the way that the left is talked about. Anybody that stands up for justice in this country, anybody that stands up against police brutality or uh, or systemic racism within socioeconomic classes or, uh, or within the judicial system or the policing system or every system, anybody who stands up for civil rights is called a thug when... Or a criminal. When, when yeah. protests get I out didn't, of hand. And I didn't none of them, that, none yeah. of them, none of those protesters who have stood up for justice ever tried to topple the United States government. Ever. You have to call them thugs. You have to call them terrorists. Yeah. You, he, like, no, he didn't call them terrorists. I think that's Joe step, Biden did. Yeah, that's a step that Mitch McConnell won't take because that's admitting that your president sick terrorists on you. Right. He will call them thugs because at this point McConnell's broken. I mean, it's McConnell's it, it, done. At this point, it hasn't happened where, where we're at in the clips. Right. But his wife, who is the Secretary of Transportation, yeah, I believe, yeah, will, will resign. She will. I mean, in just right. a couple days, she is at this moment. Uh, Two days out from the riots, uh, from the insurrection. Right. Uh, that's the, what, the word that should be used. Yeah. She is the highest uh, cabinet re- level to resign, which just sends that, like, Mitch, Mitch McConnell's done. Right. Which would make you think that, like, the GOP, in a sense, would be done because he's the highest ranking member of the Senate. The GOP. But and now there's an internal war between uh, well, the, the leader of the Senate and the president, and I'm curious what these senators are going to do. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't uh, think I don't think McConnell's got as good a grasp on this party as he would like to think from the last four years. I think he's willing to let Trump lead it as long as he got judges. I don't think he'll be the minority speaker. I like. Oh, he'll be gone. Like, I think can, his goodwill is gone with any Trump voter. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure if they they get to vote again now that there's a new Congress, yeah. I don't think that. He'll I, and, be, and same thing with Pence. You know, like, he did his job, and we'll get to that. Good on him for doing the thing that every other vice president did with no hassle. No, here, here's the but, thing. But, like, he good, should be done politically. Good on him. The only thing that's good on him is that he that he did it in the face of the amount of pressure 
that he had on him. Yeah, and I hope to God he didn't get sleep for months because of that, because that's what he fucking deserves. Yeah. Now, what I will he say— He looked the other way for four years. What I will they, say— they, they, It has consequences. What, it has to. What I will say he does not deserve is that when he was being evacuated, the president did not call. To see if he was okay. No, that's as, actually, as of this, rec- I mean, I don't know that. It's I don't true. think they've talked. Yeah, it's been reported they have not talked or spoken well, since that. And Pence, what, what's there to say? Pence's aides got banned from the fucking White House. Like Pence can't do what Trump wanted him to do. No, everyone told him that. Yeah. Unless there, I mean, there are. I'm sure there are people in the White House who were just willing to lie to Trump because to them it's well, like, yeah, what, the, what the fuck does the it matter to me? Stupid fucking Stephen Millers and whatever. Like you don't, the, you don't last in that fucking administration by telling the truth. No, especially when it's important. Tell him what he wants to hear. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, and you profit and make money while you can, and then you go somewhere else and you make money off that. Yeah, it's a scam that you just hop to. Yeah. It, it's, it's what America has become. It's it's a, it's one scam to the next. And what's crazy is that like all of those people in that crowd and all of the the Trump supporters and even f- further like past what I would call the line of where are Republicans and where are fascists? Like sometimes that line is hard to fucking see. Um, but I would say that that Some line can be both. There is no line that exists between the fascists and the Republicans or whatever that isn't afraid of socialism. Like, none of them are, like, the word socialism. So as long as you're just, like, a Q believer, or even if you're not a Q believer, if you're a Republican, and the grifters are using socialism as the as the weapon against, I guess, the other side, it, it, like, it just... I don't know. I, it's, it's socialism and communism are the big bad enemies. China and socialism. It's just it's, crazy, it's, you know, because America is this. It's just this like backstabby capitalism, like and like. I just don't understand that. I don't understand why that line doesn't exist. As someone, there, is there dr- not a rational Republican that sees why democratic socialism not? The socialism that they're afraid of is what they just tried to install. Right, yeah. I, as someone who's, I mean, you're the same age as me. As someone who's grown up and watched the uh, the divide between rich and poor get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Who has watched uh, uh, more, uh, like, smaller and smaller, com- or a smaller number of companies buy up other companies. Right. And, and, and monopolize. Yeah. I don't think we view capitalism as a good thing. No. I haven't seen a lot of benefit from it in my lifetime. No. Versus the things that have benefited me, like, even recently, was a socialist stimulus check. Yeah, right. It's been the highlight of the last fucking year for me. And for a lot of the idiots that were fucking storming the yeah, capital. or fucking unemployment. Or social safety nets have been a, a godsend, you know? Right. Like, not, maybe not nearly enough, because those fucking idiots fight against every t- attempt that we yeah. have to put them in place. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It it's just I, it, in any rational, just world, the GOP would be in a, a long time out. They'd have to sit there for twenty years and think about what they did well, to this I, nation as a fucking country. You were the you were the party of Lincoln. I in the yeah. first Civil War, and this is the way you're going to end and possibly get split in half. I have a feeling that they're that they're close. To Actually, being that there. might be the fucking most poetic thing. One Civil War is the defining moment of the Republican Party. Another Civil War is the fucking end of it. 
And how can you juxtapose Trump more with a president like Lincoln? Someone who had yeah. the most integrity to someone who has fucking none. The worst. Who couldn't yeah. find a shred of it if his life depended on it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I'm not I'm not pro-Civil War. It just sucks that we're sitting here in 2021 no, talking about other, it so seriously. I don't see another. They're not going to go. They're not going to suddenly de-escalate. The well, only way that would happen is if Trump actually came out and released videos that actually said what they need to, which is like, I've been lying to you. Right. Uh, there, are, there is no pedophile cabal. I'm, I never had an intention of draining the swamp. I was stealing your money. Right. Like, it's obvious, guys. Come on. I, like, if he did that— I don't that, even think they would buy it. No. They're so would... far gone. They're so far gone now that they'd be like, this is what he really means. Yeah. Because they've been telling us what he really means for four, for four years. Four fucking years. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't— There is no out of this. You, you can't—he's culted them into a corner. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I hate this. Like, there is, it's going to happen again. This this doesn't suddenly go away. And I, like Obama, Hillary, people were saying this when Trump got elected. Like, look, he's a symptom, but this doesn't go away the moment he's not out of office. I'm not. This is a problem. I'm not pro civil war. I am pro crushing fascism. I'm not pro civil war. I'm I'm I I don't know how I I don't want to call it a civil war, but that's it's a a war between the states, a war between people on uh, citizens on citizens. I don't know what other way to, this is going to end. When they think their election was stolen, they won't accept the fact that it wasn't. The only, my only hope, because at le- because I do believe that we fall on the the right side of it and and the larger side of it, uh, is that like that there wouldn't be a civil war because at some point they would just realize like we can fight this, but we're there's more people on the right side of history than on the May, wrong side. I think side. so. I mean, at least I mean maybe it's an echo chamber. But even like work and, um, I mean, the limited engagement I have with people because of COVID, mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of support for this. For what? For Trump and the coup. Like even people no. who, that I know are Trump supporters, their their response wasn't "I'm headed to D.C." Their response was, "Oh, they kind of went too far here." Yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah this a little looks bit. fuck. Even if you think the election was fishy, this looks fucking bad. Yeah, and it becomes hard to argue with it because those people were carrying around Confederate flags. Breaking into offices. Confederate flags have never shit. made it into the Capitol ever, ever. They, there was a fucking war during the a Civil War. They never made it to the Capitol. No, because we had a good president in and Lincoln. The Capitol hasn't also. The Capitol hasn't been breached since the War of eighteen twelve. Like it when is this the War of twenty twenty one? Yeah, like, it I, might get fuck. to that fucking point, man. I don't know. But, like, it's insane. Like, the last time the Capitol was breached, mm. it was set on fire. Like, by the British. <laughs> like, that's yeah. fucked. I just don't see, like, what's going to happen when, like, they've been talking. Plus, what was their oh end game? What was their end game? Honestly, what the I, fuck was their end game? They thought Trump was going to show up. He said, let's walk there. He went to the White House. They went there. They broke in. They were standing behind were the podium. Were they just going to sit there? And they just... literally thought he was going to come in, get behind the podium with the Secret Service, be like, these are my these are my people. You're my army now. We're going to rule this country. So that was in the, as, They're fucking crazy. Yeah. So Napoleon and the dogs. I mean. <laughs> right? Like, you I mean, I'm go getting, back and. I'm getting Animal Farm flashbacks of uh, yeah. more than anything. Like, yeah. It is, yeah. It is fucking Na- like. Napoleon and the dogs. Like. It is thick with the, the fucking uh, the symbolism of. 
Except he didn't show up because he doesn't give a fuck about them because his whole family doesn't give a fuck about them. And so he didn't show up. So what did, so they didn't. No, he ran back to his bunker. What's crazy is we just witnessed, the only reason it wasn't a successful coup is because it was a lazy revolution. Those motherfuckers didn't want, like, man, they were. Part of me thinks that Trump. hundred feet from Congress. Right. They could have overthrown the country. Part of me thinks that Trump knew it wasn't going to work. And if if more than anything, this was just because they were going to have to evacuate Pence. This was to make this was to sick them on Pence for him not doing something. He didn't know what he just told like that's what Trump does. He tells people to do something, they have to do it. If they can't do it because it's physically impossible, he blames them and casts them aside. Yep. And he told Pence, You have to keep me as president. Pence is like, I can't do that. Right. You lost the election. Maybe you shouldn't have told people not to mail in vote. Yeah. Yeah, and, and now it's which Republicans historically do great at mail-in right? voting. Like God damn uh, it, it's just he's it's just his own fucking fault. Yeah. He could have been president. He, he could have tr- pushed for checks. He, he could trumped have... himself one hundred percent. Fucking art of the deal, right here. He's just like uh, I need to read that book. Is there a chapter on self owning? <laughs> I, I doubt it. <laughs> um, Tammy Duxworth gave a great speech. Is, do you know? I didn't look, at, um, and this was not one that I was watching live. Is she a representative or is she a senator? Uh, she's a. Uh, let me look real quick. She's from Illinois. I don't know her exact position. Um, but she gave a great speech. She's a former vet of the Iraq War. Uh, she's a senator. She's yeah, a senator. That's what I thought. And but... she's also handicapped, right? Yeah, she's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um, she lost. It did, Serving her country, she lost both her. I'm not like, trying to take away. Not lost her, yeah, lost her ability to walk. Uh, I'm not trying to take away from Chuck Schumer's speech. It was fine. It was what you would expect from him. I think this one is much. No, this is the one. This is much more powerful. And in in I know people who who were te- like who got to vote for her because they live in Illinois. Yeah, and they were so fucking like texting me the moment it happened, and I went and immediately pulled a clip yeah. from my sister because she like. Yeah, this this is something that needed to be said. I earned my wounds proudly fighting in a war I did not support on the orders of a president I did not vote for because I believed in, and I still do believe in, the values of our nation because I believe in a government of, by, and for the people where voters, voters choose who leads them not the other way around. I have spent my entire adult life defending our democracy, but I never, never thought it would be necessary to defend it from an attempted violent overthrow in our nation's own Capitol building. Well, I refuse to let anyone intent on instigating chaos or inciting violence deter me from carrying out my constitutional duties. You know, when my army buddies and I raised our right hands, when the 45,000 troops in Arizona raised their right hands and swore to protect and defend the Constitution. We did not qualify our oath by saying that we'd follow orders only when the Commander-in-Chief was someone whose election we were happy with. Just like when every senator in this chamber was sworn into office, we didn't mutter under our breath that we discharge our duties only when it served our political interests or helped us to avoid the wrath of a petty, insecure, wannabe, tin-pot dictator on the precipice of losing power and relevance. No, there is no ambiguity here. Joe Biden won the election with a record number of votes. Republican officials nationwide 
confirmed those results, including in Arizona, as has judge after Trump-appointed judge. Even Trump's attorney general admitted that the United States Department of Justice had not found widespread fraud that would have affected the outcome. Yet still, many of my Republican colleagues are asking us to ignore all of that. With no evidence of their own, they're asking us to ignore court rulings, ignore Republican election officials, and even worse, ignore the will of the people across this vast, great nation. By trying to overturn this election, they are placing more trust in Reddit conspiracy theories over the Constitution, proving that appeasing Trump is more important to them than protecting the most basic tenet of our republic, the adherence to free and fair elections. If there's one thing I know, it's that my troops didn't sign up to defend our democracy in war zones thousands of miles away only to watch it crumble in these hallowed halls here at home. Yet that is what this effort amounts to, an attempt to subvert our democracy and in the process, it is threatening what makes America American. Because in this country, in this country, the power of the people has always mattered more than the people in power. That is the ideal that this nation was founded upon. That is why a few patriots threw some tea in Boston Harbor, why Washington crossed the Delaware, why suffragists were arrested a century ago, and why my friend John Lewis crossed that bridge in Selma in 1965. It is why millions spent a Tuesday in November standing in line, braving a pandemic to make their voices heard. Listen, this administration has always had an adversarial relationship with the truth. Trump always cries conspiracy, always foments chaos whenever something doesn't go his way. But today, we here in this chamber have the opportunity to prove that here, in this country, truth matters, that right matters, that the will of the people matters more than the whims of any single powerful individual. I have no tea to throw in Boston Harbor tonight, and I regret that I have no rucksack to pack for my country, no Black Hawk to pilot, nor am I asking for any grand gesture for my Republican colleagues. All that I'm asking of you is to reflect on the oaths that you have sworn, on the damage done to our union today, and on the sacrifices made by those who've given so much to this nation. From the service members at Fort Huachuca and Marine Corps Air Station Yuma to the marchers who bent America's moral arc a bit more towards justice with every single step that they took, every bridge that they crossed. Then ask yourself whether the democracy they were willing to bleed for, the country that each of us in this chamber has sworn to defend, is worth damaging in order to protect the porcelain ego of a man who treats the Constitution as if it were little more than a yellowing piece of paper. I think we all know the right answer. That is so good. Yeah, I don't have anything to say after that. Fucking amen. Here's, like, here's the problem, is that we fucking, we 
have taught generations of Americans that our moral compass, that our system of government, that the that the way that we treat people and that we allow people to be free is what makes us better than the rest of the world. And like that's a that's an ego trip or whatever. But they tried to fucking topple that. They tried to steal that. And I wanted people to keep in mind that in this it, it, she is speaking now in the 5 minute mark. Uh and she is like she's speaking within like her five minutes of debate, a lot of time uh, debate over Arizona. Yeah. Uh, that that's part of this process. Um, most of the senators that were debating were making like a lot of them were making just general statements about what America is. Yeah. The reason that people like you and I do shows like this is because we actually give a fuck because we actually bought into this is what America is supposed to be. Yeah. It is supposed it to is. be this bastion of freedom. It is supposed to be equality for everybody that for everyone. That's why when we've grown up our whole lives with family members and friends and grandparents who have told us like we should fucking move away if we don't like the greatest nation on earth and the GOP and the and and the Trump administration and the cult tried to fucking steal that from us yeah that's absolutely unacceptable it is I'm a I'm notorious for not liking politicians almost any of them uh I fucking love her yeah, like that statement needed to be said. Yeah, like especially from someone who like she lost the ability to walk for this fucking country. Yeah, she's like, th- this like, is how like she gave more for this country than Trump ever fucking has than I, any of these fucking cowards ever did. I actually think one of the like best. her indignation, like when she cry, like you can hear her crying there when she takes a second. Like yeah. that is not fake. That is not a politician put. That is her like saying like what the fuck is going on? Right. That's a, How did we get to this point? And none of you will accept that we got to the, you got us here. This is why I feel like the, one of the best coincidences of the week is that Jim ended up get, having a sinus infection before we recorded this episode. Because I don't know how Jim, like, Jim didn't lose the ability to walk, but he fought for this country. Yeah, more than we, and, me and you have. And, like, you know, so, definitely. And, and I'm upset. I'm, I have been an emotional wreck over what I've seen. And this I didn't, week. I've never put my life on the line for no. this country like he has. And, like and, that, yeah. And that, I can't imagine what someone who served would fucking so, like, feel. I don't know. I think that this would be a considerably harder, uh, show to do if Jim was here right now because of the, I don't want to be this angry at America. I don't want I to be this sorry. angry at the jo- we sent, GOP. We but sent those fucking people on a, a to to a land halfway across the world on a fucking lie to die in the desert. Yeah. And the best they can come home to is this shit. Is this, this is their bullshit? future. This is the fucking country they served. Why would anyone want to serve this country? Yeah. Um, yeah it, it, it's like, unbelievable. They had like, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm coming around to your point of they should have shot all those people. I'm, like I, I, they shouldn't have, but like it's fucking infuriating that like 
they should not have let those people walk no. out of the Capitol. They should not. They not, all should, and they should all be arrested. They're going through now, trying to like, they, yeah, they, trying to identify. They've arrested a few. Every one of them that entered that fucking building that is on camera every, should be arrested and charged. Absolutely, and they should lose their jobs, and they should not be eligible for fucking state benefits. They're also technically committed a felony. None of them should ever be able to touch a fucking gun again without going to prison or vote. How do you like some irony, yeah. you stupid motherfuckers? Like that, you just it, lost all your freedoms on fucking nothing because you were lied to and you bought into right. a pyramid scheme. Yeah, I'm sorry, but the fact that we had at the end of that day fifty something, fifty some odd arrests, and the George Floyd protests produced fourteen hundred and forty four arrests. Sometimes in with people in unmarked vans just throwing people into the not told why they were arrested. Don't let off the street. Don't randomly. tell me that we couldn't have fucking handled this. Yeah, the, these. Fascist Nazis. I didn't see the unmarked fucking uh, or the yeah the unmarked uh, soldiers fucking there. Yeah, I, I don't know. This is so not... many people on Twitter that night were posting pictures of like just a reminder. This is what it looked like when uh, when the the women's march happened or when anything else happened. Yeah, and anything. comparisons. And it was night and what day. What kind of what kind of country is that? Is that the country that we want, where we abuse people who are standing up for other for people's freedoms, was, but then we let fucking white nationalists walk through the goddamn capital? It's also shocking that like, dude, they overtook democracy that, for two hours. Yeah. They overtook democracy. They're, they're they made like, a mockery of democracy. They were literally putting their feet up on our fucking on on our representatives' tables. I was sitting, mocking the idea that they represented. They represent millions of fucking people. I was sitting in front of my TV, wondering if I was going to have a government this afternoon. Wondering yeah. what that meant for you know my how, wife and kids. You know how what, rare like, it is that I want a, a gun. That I feel safe having a gun in the house I'm in. Almost never do I think about that or even want it to, ha- to be the reality. Right. That I think, like, thank God I live in a place where someone owns a gun and knows how to use it or I have access to one. That night I was like, I don't know, like, if they don't re- shut this down and, and restart this process, like, I don't know that this isn't going to spread. Yeah. That the, that Wait, the, which it did the, spread that, the, that the, day. The, yeah, but the poor people that like they couldn't afford to be in DC that aren't diehards but do believe, right? Like if they were successful overnight, you don't think people would have started heading there? That like that yeah. was the great siren call of Trump. He told us, "Let's march down the street," and they did, and they took over. Yeah, and he's being quiet because he was for a while. He, until well, he fucking released the videos that he told people that he loved them, which is confusing as fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It, no. I, I love the fact that kneeling, kneeling at the fucking national anthem gets you banned from your fucking career. But these motherfuckers can walk into the Capitol with guns, with fucking Molotov cocktails, planting bombs, doing whatever the fuck they want, take yep. over a building, yep. and get to walk away. Is this, that. You want, any, you want proof of white privilege? There you go. Yeah. A bunch Colin of, Kaepernick can't play the fucking sport that he dedicated his life to because he knelt at a fucking song. Right. But a bunch of fucking spreadnecks can ro- ro- roam the goddamn capital, and that's not de- that's not the desecration of our, our dead troops or anything. No, that's not that's not spitting in their goddamn face. It's fucking idiotic! It, it's tra- it is un-American. It's traitorous. It's it is treason. Fu- it, you, we fucking we it's hung treason. people for that. Yeah, it's treason, and we need to we need to penalize people under treason and sedition laws. I, I don't like, think we should hang people. I think they should be put in prison. They should be put on like Trump should be in prison. For this, yeah, Michael Flynn too, fucking Giuliani. Uh, Giuliani should Ju- definitely Giuliani. Giuliani should be in a dunking booth for the rest of his goddamn life. Giuliani, Michael Flynn, 
uh, Donald Trump and Jr. need to go. Uh, and and I'm not satisfied. I will like I do not. Be, I don't see no, uh, a way. Lin- if Lindsey those, Graham also, despite his little like Mia Copa statement, throw him in there too. Like, I don't know if Lindsey Graham needs to go to jail. Here's, he needs a hard spanking in public. Those four people: Michael Flynn, Don Jr., Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, need to be in jail, or democracy is dead. If they fucking walk, then 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 if Biden loses. In fucking 2024, good luck, because you had, you thought you had a problem with fucking Antifa when you just spoke them into existence when they weren't even anything. Right. Good fucking luck when the next Donald Trump comes along. Well, also, you think if Trump runs in 2024, Putin wouldn't be fucking trying everything he could to get him reelected again? No shit. And just a ping pong effect? Yeah. What could be more fucking perfect to get us fighting with each other and no one else's problem oh, but ourselves? That would be that would be the we're time. We're half to, a world away that and would, we're only our, each other's problem. Uh, like, honestly, like, if... That's 40 chess. If Donald Trump is not in jail and he does run in 2024, that's the time to for rational people to leave this country leave this country and be like those immigrants that you have met throughout your life that tell you about what and the, you what feel the, sad for what the country used to be like mm-hmm. when it wasn't a shit when it wasn't a piece of shit but yep. like absolutely and, and we're it's, it's gonna, gonna be the exact go. opposite it's gonna be people here who have great careers who are suddenly gonna be in a foreign country with a uh, a work visa how do you like fucking, immigration now motherfucker? Yeah, fucking navigating the red tape that is the fucking bureaucracy being like, yeah, I was a doctor there, but now I work in a fucking convenience store because isn't it so great racism and, and nationalism? This is where it gets us. Yeah, yeah, good job. Because these fucking imaginary borders mean so goddamn much that right. we have to do this to each other. So, yeah, border... Uh, the, the one thing that, like, I had hoped that we would take out of coronavirus is that, like, hey, guys, guess what? Borders don't fucking matter. Not to real things. It's spread from Not fucking... Not to real things. Right. It spread from fucking oh my God. China to L.A. in, like, the matter of, like, a few weeks. Even We're just, like, borders. Even, even national or natural borders, like, uh, like mountains and rivers, it still doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Nope. Uh, unbelievable. It so, is weird to think we're still in a pandemic because that it got put on the back burner. So I saw well, that. Well, this week when it they, did. When they, when they marched in the Capitol and rioted, it was like I saw an article that uh, was talking about how um, – this could have been a super spreader event. And my two responses was, A, duh, no one was wearing a mask. And B, we have bigger things to worry about. Yeah, right. We'll get to that. Right now, we hope it was a super spreader event because it's them. That could be the, like, if, <laughs> like <yeah>. you know, <laughs> like I hope as many of those motherfuckers get COVID as possible. Uh, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. I hope they don't spread oh, it to innocent people, shit. but if they want to keep it in the fucking community, keep it in the community. Yeah. Fuck your uh. cousins with that shit. Um, so there were rumors throughout the day that uh, – because that, remember, we're still in we're still in the process of Arizona. Oh, my we God. Are still we still haven't gotten past the A's. We still haven't gotten past the A's. We're still in the first process. At this point, it's almost 11 p.m., now, uh, we're still in the process of debating the stupid fuck bullshit move that Ted Cruz signed on to, um, which I do think it's un- – the one thing I will say is unfair is I do think it's unfair that we know Ted Cruz's name, we know Josh Hawley's name more than we know the 
140 shit represent- bag yeah. re- representatives that are that are equally as involved. And I promise you that throughout 2021, I will make a I will make sure that you know all of their fucking names. Like abs- like that is going to be my mission this year is to make sure that you know their fucking names so that you know that it they don't even they don't even make it onto the ballot. Primary them. Fucking primary them. Yeah. Um, because they tried to overthrow democracy. But we're still in the A's. We're still in the process of the five minutes apiece. Um, and there had been chatter throughout the day. Once we found out that they were going to start again, uh, we didn't really know how the process was going to go. There was a lot of talk. Uh, we were talking about, like, there can't be objections after this. You saw you what the first not. objection did. There can't be objections you, after who's this. Who's going to roll the dice on that? Like, let's do that right. again. Come on. So we didn't know once we got to this point that what was going to happen. Mike Pence then spoke. Then McConnell spoke. We got Tammy Duxworth. Um, and that we we knew that at a point uh, that Kelly Loeffler – it was going to um she was going to object to the state of georgia's she'd already said before yeah, yeah she had, she had announced it trying to in a last ditch effort to try to win the election yeah, the night yeah. before um so we didn't know exactly what was going to happen then she then it was her time to talk this is still in the context of arizona she's still using her 5 minutes from the arizona debate um but she gave this statement mr president When I arrived in Washington this morning, I fully intended to object to the certification of the electoral votes. However, the events that have transpired today have forced me to reconsider, and I cannot now in good conscience object to the certification of these electors. The violence, the lawlessness, and siege of the halls of Congress are abhorrent and stand as a direct attack on the very institution my my objection was intended to protect the sanctity of the American democratic process. And I thank law enforcement for keeping us safe. I believe that there were last minute changes to the November 2020 election process and serious irregularities that resulted in too many Americans losing confidence, not only in the integrity of our elections, but in the power of the ballot as a tool of democracy. Too many Americans are frustrated at what they see as an unfair system. Nevertheless, there is no excuse for the events that took place in these chambers today, and I pray that America never suffers such a dark day again. Though the fate of this vote is clear, the future of the American people's faith in the core institution of this democracy remains uncertain. We as a body must turn our focus to protecting the integrity of our elections and restoring every American's faith that their their voice and their vote matters. America is a divided country with serious differences, but it is still the greatest country on earth. There can be no disagreement that upholding democracy is the only path to preserving our republic. I yield the floor. It's it's bullshit. Here's the thing. Yeah. That's a tamped, tamped down, taped down version of... Uh, of all she said and the only reason she got in a, a round of applause is because she she said that I'm not going to challenge the yeah. later 100% when, later when we go back I'm not going to challenge the thing she though then went off on the 
the uh, merits were were perfectly founded. Yeah, uh, I, people, the, election integrity, and people feel disenfranchised. Yeah, because they're radicalized idiots. And like the fact that she, the fact she should not be applauded. A, she should not be applauded for taking the stupid, frivolous bullshit back in the first place. Secondly, she should absolutely be demonized for continuing the line, even though she took it back. Like, Especially I don't care. Some of like, their biggest concerns, like on the, what I was hearing when I was listening that night, was like they sent out vote, they sent out uh, mail-in ballots, ballots to people who didn't even request them. They weren't even saying that like their 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 line of attack isn't even that like dead people voted or that fake ballots were found or anything. Yeah, so Trump's we, saying that. Yeah. But these people are smart enough to know that's a non-starter. So their whole thing is like, this, well, they, the they process. Didn't, they, yep. yeah, they didn't ask for ballots and they got them. That should be mean the ballot shouldn't count. When, they, when you get down to it, all they're saying is that people who c- voted legally one time should have their votes thrown out because they the mail-in ballots arrived right. three days later or any number of smaller issues relating to the COVID pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. So it's yeah, a, so fuck, fuck Leffler. Yeah, she like. I she was, didn't get any brownie points for for no. half assedly tamping down the riot she just started. No, her and Holly and Trump are the well. And you know, you said fuck Leffler. I was gonna say a different word, use a different word in in line. Uh, it might with be her. appropriate at this point. Like, but, she, <sighs> but then Holly got to his five minutes, and so here's that cunt. We've seen a lot of violence against law enforcement, and today we saw it here in the capital of the United States. And in this country, in the United States of America, we cannot say emphatically enough, violence is not how you achieve change. Violence is not how you achieve something better. Our Constitution was built and put into place so that there would be, in the words of Abraham Lincoln, no appeal from ballots to bullets which is what we saw, unfortunately, attempted tonight. There is no place for that in the United States of America. And that's why I submit to my colleagues that what we're doing here tonight is actually very important. Because for those who have concerns about the integrity of our elections, those who have concerns about what happened in November, this is the appropriate means. This is the lawful place where those objections and concerns should be heard. This is the forum that the law provides for, our laws provide for, for those concerns to be registered. Not through violence, not by appealing from ballots to bullets, but here in this lawful process. And so to those who say that this is just a formality today, an antique ceremony that we've engaged in for a couple of hundred years, I can't say that I agree. I can't say that our precedents Suggest that. I can't say that our precedent suggests that either. This is a part of the fucking process, Josh. The, so the, was December 14th. Right. So was November 3rd. <laughs> here's, here's this is thing. no more important than those dates. This is a part of the process when there is a reason for this to be part of the process. Not because of some bullshit allegations that have been turned by, down by 60 fucking courts. And the Supreme Court. And every fucking election expert. And his own fucking DOJ. Like, the fact that Josh Hawley is still willing to go on with this bullshit charade after, if those motherfuckers weren't so goddamn lazy three hours before... Incompetent. His head could be on a fucking spike right now. They could have overthrown democracy. They were fucking 100 feet away from our, our, from our government. For him to continue this bullshit, and the reason that he's continuing it is because that statement that he just read from bullets to ballots bullshit 
works in a history book when the context that this was founded on bullshit is no longer surrounding it. We all know that right now in 2020 yeah. and 2021. He's hoping that, that, that he's hoping that when you they read can write this, the history book, yeah, the when winners you, write it, right? Yeah, when you when you read this in 2030, you won't be as mad about the fact, or you won't remember how much bullshit this was. And when you read it in 2050, he's just a congressman in a history book. Like the this is bullshit. This is this is personal political gamesmanship from Josh Hawley. It's personal political gamesmanship from Ted Cruz. And for that, both of them should resign immediately. And I know Mitch actually told me when I was on the phone earlier today that like there's a petition to recall Holly. That needs to be fucking passed around. That needs to be signed. He needs to go. They need to go. They fucking supported an insurrection on the United States of America. Fuck them. They are not worthy to hold those seats. They are not willing to represent. They are not worthy to represent us if they are not willing to represent us. Only. That motherfucker is only worried about taking a chunk of Donald Trump's supporters in enough to get him elected in four or eight years. Yeah, and the other, the other issue I have is that his whole point about like this is the the proper forum to bring up these uh, objections. That is true. That is why they're uh, and and when he says it's not ceremonial, it is. You're going to bring up the objections. You're going to have a representative. You're going to have a senator. You're going to debate them. You're not going to have a quorum or a majority. Uh, Biden is gonna be the fucking president, regardless of what you whiny little fucks who can't accept what you're like. Right. You're a sore loser. Just accept it. Absolutely. You fucking lost. 100%. We lost four years ago. I spent mo- most of my political life, is I've paid attention to politics, losing. Right. Most of the things I want to happen don't happen. Yeah. And I sometimes whine about it, and I sometimes Yo, bitch, but I get the fuck over it. You know what? We voted for Biden, even though we... I would fucking hate be, him. We would rather be voting for Bernie. There was, Bernie. like, half the people on that stage I would have rather voted for, except for maybe, like, Mariana Williamson. There's a few that I think I would have taken Biden over. But it's a part of being an adult. Like, his, I, I hate that argument about, like, we're just doing what need, what we what needs to be done, or the, this is the proper forum for that. That is true, but what you're doing by doing this is you're encouraging people. This is You're encouraging people to do this again. Yeah. Because... It, you're going to bring up these votes, and it's not going to change anything, and that's what they expect. They expect you to keep pre- Trump president, and you can't do that. Yeah. No one can at this point, short of having the military do what these rednecks couldn't. Well, and what made it even more evident was the way that this whole thing played out. After they finally adjourned this, again, we're still in Arizona. Um, they go back to the— uh, to the joint session in the House chambers. Um, everybody is there. And basically, Holly does stand up. He does say he's going to object. Um, but now he is only doing it ceremonial, which is the weirdest thing, because in the speech, he's talking about how it's not. And then when they go back and he objects, the Senate, like, they adjourn quickly. They go back to their chambers, and the Senate just goes, we're not going to debate it. We'll just vote. Yeah. So there was no other two hours from the Senate to yep. debate it. And with every senator getting their five minutes or whatever the fuck. Yeah, they, they just the voted. Yeah. They, they voted and they adjourned until the House got done with their shit show. And, and of course, with 100-some-odd members and takes, not the majority, yeah, they know that they can do all of those speeches and whatever. Either way, what was You're always— de- delaying the inevitable. Right. right. And what was always going this to happen? Going to end with a gavel hit, yeah. Declaring Biden the certification because the certifications already got counted on December fourteenth. 
This is just a fucking. This is ceremonial. Yeah, it is literally this a is pre-written for, statement. Yeah, it's for pomp and circumstance. Like it, that's this all is, it is only for the history books. This yep. is only for the Library Posterity. of Cong- Congress to say we did it. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. And that's guess it. what? Guess where we got it? Four o'clock in the morning. The whole number of electors appointed to vote for president of the United States is 538. Within that whole number, a majority is 270. The votes for president of the United States are as follows. Joseph R. Biden, Jr. of the state of Delaware has received 306 votes. Donald J. Trump of the state of Florida has received 232 votes. The whole number of electors appointed to vote for vice president of the United States is 538. Within that whole number, a majority is 270. The votes for vice president of the United States are as follows. Kamala D. Harris of the state of California has received 306 votes. Michael R. Pence of the state of Indiana has received 232 votes. The announcement of the state of the vote by the president of the Senate shall be deemed a sufficient declaration of the persons elected president and vice president of the United States, each for the term beginning on the 20th day of January, 2021, and shall be entered together with the list of the votes on the journals of the Senate and the House of Representatives. The purpose of the joint session having concluded, pursuant to Senate Concurrent Resolution 1, 117th Congress, the chair declares the joint session dissolved. Well, that should have happened 16 hours ago. That is the most anticlimactic. We on the last episode we listened to the the Gore doing it in mm-hmm. 2000, yeah, certifying Biden. his opponent's win. Right. We listened to Biden doing it, certifying Trump's win. And both of those had this moment of, like, I know the Biden one, the, the Republicans were ecstatic. Like, Pence yeah. was in the background, smile, or uh, Paul Ryan was in the background smiling like a jackass. Right. I wish the Dem- Democrats would have had that moment, but we can't because Republicans are fucking children. I, I don't even know if it's— yeah, that wasn't a happy moment. That clap was just like, we, yay, we did it. But, like, at what fucking cost? I think that's what it was, though. I don't yeah. know if it was a statement that we're not going to accept Biden as much as it was, holy fuck, this is over. And yeah. we just shredded democracy. We just flushed this shit down the toilet because we fucking sold our soul to this one fucking demigod. To Q. Like, like, to yeah. Q. Yeah, honestly. To Trump and Q. Is what we did. We s- America should be ashamed of itself. Like, really, I honestly, am. I'm fucking am. Yeah, I'm it- ashamed of a lot of people I know who voted for this fuck the first time. And if that was me, I would feel so much more ashamed than they seem to. How the fuck can you walk around with your head high, knowing that you got taken in by the most obvious scam I have ever get- fucking seen in my life? This dude, my dad put it an awesome way uh, when I was having a conversation with him a while ago. Um, and he said, like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, okay, if you were going to sit down and play cards with somebody, right, and they said that, okay, you know I'm going to win. I know I'm going to win. But if somehow I don't win, it's because you cheated. Like, 
you know that you're that that's bullshit. Like you know, why would you play that? Card why game? would you play that card game? There is no outcome in which you don't get uh, fucking shot. So or, it doesn't you know, like, make sense when you flip the the into the into what we've lived through since November to uh, for months for all of 2020. They set up that the only way that Joe Bi- Joe Biden wasn't competent. The only way that he could possibly win is if he cheated. And then yeah, sleepy Joe, he's that he has dementia. And then of course, when they lost the election, they came out and immediately said, "Well, it's because he cheated." How does that? How do they pull the wool over your eyes? How stupid do you have to fucking be? They cheated, but they cheated by. Uh, Oh, just eight million! Like, eight, just they, eight million. They votes. lost seats in one on one side of Congress. Right? They barely fucking skated by by the hair of their ass. With like, well, how, Brandon, that's why they set up two runoffs. They, so that, that way they could make sure they had that in the pocket. Like, they it, didn't even win the Senate until after the the presidential election. Why did they? Yeah. They had to rig two also, elections. If they had that much power, why didn't they just get rid of Trump with the impeachment? Why didn't they do anything more? If they're if they're all powerful, if they're able of all, if they're capable. Of all of that, why didn't we see any more resistance for the last four years than this fucking piss poor defense we have seen from Schumer there's, and Pelosi? There's too, Who need to fucking go? There's too many. Yeah, I agree like, with also, you. Like, I understand, like, and I agree with most of their statements about, like, this is, like, they, they condemned it and they called on Trump to resign. That's great. You've been doing that for four years and it got us to this point. Go. Get right. the fuck out. Yeah. I don't. Want I don't to, know who needs to be in there, but you don't need to be in there. No, I don't want to see. Which, like, unfortunately, I made that prediction that uh, on the last episode that Nancy Pelosi would get the speakership, but announced that yeah, it and, would be. And, she, yeah, she got the speakership. She has not yet announced that announce. it would that it would be her last one. Yeah, she's or that she, or she at least announced she would not seek another one. I think. Oh, okay. Well, then, sweet. I got um, a point, but I'm not <laughs> doing it on this episode. Um, uh, but also, like, well, I mean, how old is she? Like, that's not. Uh, she should have retired 10 years ago. Yeah, no, she I, shouldn't. Like, we don't need I said it before that like we don't need anybody in in a No, and I think position they, that powerful for X amount of time. I think they have this idea that they're going to go down in history books as they kept America from the brink of Donald Trump's apocalypse. They didn't. We've no. been hanging over the fucking edge I think history for three is going to write down that they like Chuck Schumer stood by while Trump fucking stacked the courts in a way that is going to outlive him well, by I a mean, long Chuck shot. Well, I mean, Schumer was handcuffed. Like, he I, was, but again, like... They I, couldn't do anything. The Republicans had full control when Donald Trump took over. Yeah. Like, let's think about Donald Trump's fucking contributions to the GOP. He passed a tax cut that any Republican could have passed. He got a Congress to uh, to, to to stack courts with judges he doesn't fucking know that they he get, picked from a list. They he gave picked him. From, right. So any Republican could have done that. He lost the fucking house. He got impeached. He had scandal after scandal. He fucked up the pandemic. He half, lost the presidency the and people, lost the Senate. What are the, his fucking yeah. contributions? And then he sent a fucking mob to topple democracy. That's Donald Trump's legacy. Yeah. Even then, I would say even like looking at his uh, how much control he has over the GOP, look at the people he campaigned for in midterms and— And, uh, and they and lost. Shit. He had a 50-50—I mean, I, literally, you could flip a coin and have about as good results as he did telling people to, to back a certain winner. Yeah. Yeah, it it just like it's just an ugly I, ugly if, time for us. He needs to go to jail. If not for this, they need to 
Yeah. I, no, I, I hope the fact that, like, this. he needs to go yeah, to jail. No, no, he needs to go to jail for this. If they cannot get him on this for because of whatever stupid fucking technicality, they, the moment he's not president, they need to launch every fucking event. Fuck witch hunt talk. I don't care anymore. No. Everything. No, I, don't care if it's, I, I don't care if it's an Al Capone tax evasion when they finally get his taxes. Whatever. I am, as long as he spends the last couple years of his life in a fucking prison cell. I agree with why and what you're saying, but I'm not satisfied if they don't get him for this. He tried to he he tried to bring down this country. I mean, I I agree with you. I still I sitting here right now as we are. I don't think he's gonna ha- pay any consequences. I I think we're I like disagree I gave up with that. You. I disagree I gave up with the you. idea a long time th- ago that he ever will that rich people will. I I disagree with you. I think I this, hope I'm wrong. I think they overplayed uh. their hand. I really hope so. Maybe that's me having too much faith or me wanting Maybe to have I'm too much. I'm faith. too cynical. That's very possible. But I really something think fucking should. He he has to because yeah. if he doesn't, then but if he doesn't, in thirty over. years, Holly's gonna be doing the same fucking thing. Like they they're not gonna they're gonna take the Trump playbook and Holly's gonna modify it. He's yeah. gonna see how that worked. And it's how gonna, do I do what well, Trump did without work, as many consequences? It's gonna work better or because, as many. Yeah, it's gonna work better because he's more likable and he's got charisma. Like, Unless he suddenly has an onset of dementia, I don't know how it could be worse. Yeah, I don't know. This it's just it's bad. So is Trump just planning to stay at uh, fucking Camp David for the last t- and then like, I don't know. go to Europe if, or what? If it was a like I have no idea. I'm I'm pissed off at the government right now that the 25th amendment wasn't invoked immediately. I yeah. don't I don't care what the process is. Like they need to remove You gave him. a speech and then immediately a bunch of the people attending your speech went and broke into the Capitol building and interrupted a democratic You don't get process. to be president anymore. Mike Pence had to fucking call in the National Guard. The fact that he still has access to the nuclear codes and that he could do any number of damage in these final fucking days out of a petulant fucking childish... I sincerely, I sincerely hope that like in six months, a fucking somebody in the administration will write a book and we'll find out that like they never gave him the nuclear codes. They just gave him like a disc with Russian piss porn <laughs> on it or something. They're like, look, if he ever needs the nuclear uh, codes, he won't actually need the nuclear codes. Nice. Um, it's a copy of uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton's book. Yeah, something like that. Or what was uh, Comey's book? Yes. I, yeah. Uh, Woodward. Fuck. I don't know. I I just I, dude I don't know man it almost I feel bad for anybody who wrote a book on Trump already like fuck you missed the best story you should have waited right come on now get on it well now they all want to run away anyway that's what and one I, day in January that's the title for you right um I don't know I I am sure that it, on the next episode we will we will go more into I can't wait but you know how many how often we're going to be seeing political attack ads against Republicans using footage of this oh yeah using things they and, say and we should oh yeah we, rightfully we, abs- we absolutely should Remind the GOP people. has blood on its hands Ted Cruz has blood on his hands Josh Hawley has blood on his hands Donald Trump has blood on his hands and every one of those motherfucking parasites that was that was climbing on the Capitol and breaching the Capitol has blood on their hands Fuck them. Put them in jail. Yeah. I mean, try them. But then, yeah. I was, ironically, four years later, I'm sitting here chanting, lock him up. Yeah. Yeah. Only with, with cause. Yeah. Yeah. With four years of fucking evidence. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. In an attempted coup. It, it, it's really. I don't know how much more evident, like. It's really. I'm, like, <laughs> through this entire episode, you uh, can see me. The audience can't see me. You can see me. Like, I'm, I like, I'm trying to not, 
like just break down right now. I'm I'm upset. Like I haven't been this mad. And that's the one thing that I hate Donald Trump for is the amount of hate that has like just spiraled out of control in this there was a in time this country. When I, you and Mitch used to write songs poking fun at, at primaries. Because yeah. that's how innocent a time we used to live in. Yeah. I can't imagine those days ever existing again. Not for I mean, not anytime while we're ever going to be young again. No, no, I can't. I can't see it. I just like it. I'm in a bad mental head headspace this week. Yeah, uh, I've never can seriously considered the idea of like, would I go to war over this? Is this big enough deal to me? That's something I've been considering. Like, what happens if they don't let this go? If they won't accept reality? I don't know. And it becomes a point that, like, people have to sign up to fucking quash uh, people trying to take our, our I, capital. I don't I don't know the answer to that question. I know I am willing now. That, for me, was the final straw. Uh, like, I am now willing to end relationships. I don't, think, I don't think most of America can sit back and watch that on the news no. for, for long. I'm also, I'm also like, I'm willing to, to end relationships over it. Like, okay, here's here's the deal. Like... If you think that what happened on Wednesday is okay, you probably shouldn't reach out to me anymore. Um, I'm probably just going to make you mad with anything I have to say. I'm probably not going to talk to you. I don't need fascist friends. Like that. I like that's kind of where I'm at. Like that was it for me. Like because I care about this country. The only reason that I've done this show, I would have done this show if it wasn't Donald Trump. Uh, to talk about for the last four years. I like politics. I have always cared about this country and systems of well, government yeah, in general. You were talking about doing this show six months before he got elected. Yeah. It wasn't like only if Trump gets elected we're going to no, do it. You were like, yeah, I was, I could, we thought we were going to do Hillary. Yeah, I was absolutely happy with going and and shitting on Hillary for four years. Um, I just, like, man, I don't know. Is it, My hope is that we get through the next 12 days or whatever unscathed and that we get to January 20th and then things can just calm down. But like I am sitting in front of you shaking with just like, I haven't been this angry. Like I I don't, we're not going to have a silent 12 days. It's, you know, it's not going to be a peaceful 12 days until Christmas. It's going to be fucking hell. Trump is going to release a video. He's going to do something. He can't go 12 days without addressing the American people and reminding them that, like, he's not your real president. You know who your real dad is. I don't is. know. They, I don't know. I don't know how he's going to do it without Facebook and Twitter, but I know he's the president, and if he wants to release a video on social media, one of his underlings will post it. Yeah. And it will get traction. Like, he had to release that, that meme. Well, I mean, Dan Shavino was fucking tweeting for him. The yeah, night. exactly. Uh, he, yeah. Had to, he had to release that apology through an underling. Like, he can get his... He's the president. No, we can't, they can't stop him from getting his message out. They can limit it. Right. Yeah. And they can make him do it through other people. I want Giuliani, Don Jr., Donald Trump, and... Uh, who was the other Trump one? Trump Jr.? Wait, Trump Jr., Giuliani... Oh, Michael Flynn. Oh, Michael Flynn, yeah. Yeah, I I the want guy them trying in to cells. lead Q. Yeah, I want them in cells. Probably Ron um, uh, Ron Watkins too, the leader of the Q. Q. Yeah, yeah. Now you can throw him in there too. Yeah, I think maybe a little more investigation has to be done to make sure that he is actually. But I'm last again looking it, pretty it, yeah, damn it's, accurate. It's starting to look that way. It's been looking that way for a long time. It had, it's, yeah. it's, we're getting closer to being able to, like... Again, we it. want definitive proof. But it took us a cue, and we're like, all right, that's it, jail time. Like, I, before, I was just willing to, like, impeachment, fine. 
get out of office, I'm happy. Now it's like I'm only happy if you actually have consequences. You go, if you see the inside of a jail cell. I think we are living in one of the darkest periods of the country that it has seen. I, like I'm not trying to belittle uh, like the Civil War, like whatever. I mean, I'm not trying to compare this to the Civil War, or whatever. But I think that, like, if you look at the country's history, whenever it's all written or whatever, just jump 250 years from now, you look at the 500-year history of the country, like, this is a black mark on it. Um, We are living in that black mark. And... and the way you think about the 1800s, when you think about 1800s America, you think about the Civil War. You don't think about the 1820s, you think about the 1860s. Right. And we're, it's going to be the time when you think about the 21st century, you're going to think about like, oh yeah, remember that crazy fucking period? Right. And the beginning of it when they when, so they couldn't figure out that social media was a dangerous tool and they used it willy-nilly and it bit them in the fucking ass? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's pretty— If anything, it should show us that when new technology comes along, we need to take a breath, step back, and realize this will be used in ways we can't fathom, and we need to— we need to realize that and, and try to study it before we jump in whole hog. Like, yeah. It, it, all that does is lead to problems. Yeah. Whether it be, like, using aerial, like, fucking drones to kill people yeah. or using social that's media really what it to is. amplify lies. That's really what it is. This boils down to in- internet morons. Yeah. Like. But it's no it's no different than when we got a nuclear bomb and then didn't realize that, like, hey, other countries are going to get this or the enemy is going to use it in ways that we didn't intend. Yeah. Social media went, like, when Jack Dorsey started Twitter, he did it to... There were like a bunch of like college nerds working on a project together. It was for, they can message each other. Right. He didn't think sitting there that like the president one day is going to use this to start an uprising. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he did, hopefully he wouldn't have fucking started it. Yeah. <laughs> I, you would hope ethics and morals, you know? Yeah. Whatever. I'm almost, I would almost give him more, uh, more props to Dorsey if he was just like, we're just shutting Twitter down. Fuck it. Yeah. No one can have it. Right. We can't have nice things, motherfuckers. Right? Um, I think Twitter, it's going to be an interesting place without Trump. It's going to be a, nicer place yeah i have a feel well if the fascists do what they say they're gonna do and they actually do like there's a mass exit of douchebags on of twitter it'll be great yeah it'll be go to parlor right and it'll be we'll, from we'll yeah just take names from that twitter will just be like fucking happy stuff and porn <laughs> like there will be yeah <clears throat> oh god yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, January twentieth cannot come soon enough. Just like I want a day where Trump is not in charge. I've had a uh, a tight sphincter for four fucking years, thinking that Trump could legitimately start a war with Iran, North Korea. We've come so goddamn close with him, call, like belittling, name calling, all this shit that, like, on itself, on its own, is like well, what do not dangerous. We could be sitting here right now, like, I mean. When you think about everything that we have discussed in the events of this week, okay, if if Trump was to press some crate some button right now and launch something at somebody and that started a world war, like we'd be sitting here much the same way that we were on Wednesday. Like, what does that mean for me? And that's what I was thinking while I was watching. Do I go to work? Right. And if, you know, like, let's say DC is gone. What does like, this mean for my kids? What does this mean for my wife? Like, how does, like, what do we do now? And that's what I was feeling when I was watching well, yeah, people like, hang, like, hang off the if, fucking yeah, Capitol. My thought was like, what the fuck? My, I had a thought, like, after we watched it for a while, being like, okay, eventually I have to go to bed. 
What if they don't? What if new people show up? What if it's waves? What if I wake up tomorrow and they're still yeah. have the capital and see and we don't get it back? At you, what point does it become like? And here's the where, new normal. Here's where I get myself sick: is that like you have that thought? I don't have that thought. My thought is I'm not going to bed. Like I'm, I have to see whatever is going to happen. I have to know what's going to happen. And there was a point where I think. I don't know if Stacy got. I don't know if worried is the right. There was definitely a look of concern, concern yeah. when she she had asked me at one point, "Well, like, are you keeping this on uh, all night?" And I like quickly was like, "No, I'm keeping this on until it's over." And I don't know what that means. If it's tonight, okay. If it's know, three you, days um, from now, I don't know how to. I don't yeah, know how to look away me, from this. Do you know? I don't know if you remember when 9-11 happened, when we went to war for the first time. Mm-hmm. And when they bombed Iraq? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember my uncle at the time, who was who had just gotten laid off, I think, for the first time, because the economy, economy yeah. had started to go kind of south, sitting and watching the news, like, 24-7, just because, like, glued to it, just being like, this yeah. isn't normal. Like, we don't, this, like, and I remember him saying, like, I haven't seen this since Vietnam. I was a kid when this happened. Right. You know, like, I thought we were done with this shit. And, like... I, I don't think we're done with this. This is going to happen again. They're not... They were emboldened. A couple of them d- getting shot just turned them into martyrs. A couple of them, them getting arrested, as good as the FBI tracking all them down, that's not going to stop them. It's not going to stop people like Alex Jones who were at the fucking rally telling people to go and were, were live messaging from it and doing updates about how it was a false flag and shit. Well, then we have... Then... The thing is, like... If they, if that is the reality, if this doesn't go away and it just, if it, here's Van Jones from CNN had an uh, interesting take on it that I, that I buy into somewhat, um, where he said that um, this is either the end of an era or the beginning of a darker era. This is either like the beast going down and lashing out as it's being conquered or whatever um or it is the start of something considerably uglier um you tend to think it's going the uglier route i hope that it's not i hope that this is the end i hope that when those fucking morons walked in uh to the capitol and didn't and didn't topple statues and didn't and, change and, anybody's mind that Biden's still the president and didn't like if it was the storming of the Bastille like people like there were guillotines involved with that like yeah if you thought if Trump they was going to show up and deliver you that, and he didn't for every single stupid fantasy having motherfucker um on the left and right who says like what we need is a revolution the bernie bro revolution like that was the closest thing that we have seen to a revolution since the start of this fucking country uh well since the civil war since the civil war yeah um they could have if if they weren't it's crazy if they wanted to like dude i'm telling like i don't know what they thought that's why i said i i and i had texted you that 
you guys that in the thread that like what is the end game here because if their end game is just to go shuffle their paperwork up that's a stupid end game if you're gonna have a fucking revolution and you're not gonna take them out well, i think the problem is that that group a lot of them had different end games. Some of them thought that Trump had a plan, and they were just there to support him, and then he'll do it. And then they were just uh, they were they were the the patriots that got him there. Other people clearly thought that uh, violence was going to be called for, and because they brought guns and fucking homemade Molotov cocktails. Do you see the F- the? Was it the FBI said that one of the guys had homemade napalm? Yeah. Like, yeah. that is fucked. Yeah. That is literally a war crime. Just invited a bunch of Timothy McVeigh's to right. a, to that a is- picnic. Jesus Christ, that is not, like, those people aren't going to, like, they need to be charged and they need to be put away. Yeah. That is someone looking to kill people. Yeah. Yeah. If that's not a red flag, I don't know what the fuck and, is. And, and and I just hope this isn't going to be, like, this isn't, this is going to turn into uh, Waco or Ruby Ridge. This is going to be a moment that woman who died is 100% going to be a martyr to them. And... <sighs> And I, I already heard, like, uh, hashtag say her name being co-opted yeah, about her. F- fuck that. The news was saying her name. The, like, CNN, was, they were reporting it. Yeah, they I, weren't hiding I it. I had her name earlier. Um, yeah. But but I also am not going to say a terrorist name. I'm going to treat yeah. her the same way I would te- treat a Dylan Roof. I'll talk to you about it in hindsight so that I can make a point in well, the future. I don't know. Well, but, yeah. I, but, like, Dylan Roof, I think, is a different... She tr- killed people. She tried to. She was she yelling. Tried to overthrow, she, she was yelling for the vice for the vice president. Like she was yelling, "Where's Pence?" I think that's different than murdering people, though. What was she going to do? Overthrow the government peacefully? I guess I don't know. I don't know what the fuck goes See? on in the crazy head. But he here's was, the, the problem: the, the you don't. There is about no, a murder, there's, a legit murder. Yeah, but so. there's no such thing as a fucking peaceful revo- revolution. So if they're going to yeah. go in there and they're yeah. going to topple democracy, the only way that they're going to be successful at it is if they took their heads. That's the only way that, that that happens throughout history: is that you go in and you take out the government. That's not a. Even if that's what some of them intended to do, that's not what enough of them. And so, thank God they're not organized enough, and that there that there was a a mixture of fucking white nationalism and stupid Twitter moms. But, dude, that's the closest thing that we've had to. Yeah, this is bad. Oh, it's this bad. Is bad. It's bad. Yeah, and, and I again, and I agree I with know, you. I don't Every know how single you, one of them needs to be punished. I don't know how you turn the temperature down in the country. If there's a way, I I love that Biden in every speech he has isn't condemning. Tr- I mean, he's telling Trump like, "Come out and condemn this," and but whatever. But mostly, he's just saying like, "We need to come together." I'm going to be president. I'm president to all of you. I don't know if you can turn the temperature down because you have people like me no, yeah. who also agree that like he should be like, "Hey, we all need to come together." But I'm also sitting here for two hours and a half saying that. If you don't charge these motherfuckers, democracy is dead. Yeah. Like, so how many other motherfuckers out there feel like me who are going to be way – who are going to act on it? Yeah. You know? Because, like – Or, uh, my, like, thank God there wasn't a counter-protest. Can you imagine what would happen if well, fucking – if Antifa actually had shown up? That's what – Black Lives Matter had shown up? That's what I, I – I'm glad that you say that because there was that whole bullshit. Of course the conspiracy dumb fucks oh, it started on the immediately. In, immediately. Oh, it's yeah. Antifa. It's Antifa. Couldn't you see it's Antifa dressed Even up? though some of the people without face masks on were clearly – they have been – they're well-known figures in the fucking queue in Trump world. Right. They've been interviewed by CNN and Fox News a 
dozens of times sometimes. Like, let me tell you, as an anti-fascist, not a member of Antifa, but a person who doesn't like fucking an- who doesn't like fascism, that there is no way that a liberal, a member of Black Lives Matter, a member of Antifa, is dressing up in a fucking Klan uniform in a pro- with a pro-Trump flag to get their point across. They'll come, They'll show up in black black. If it's fucking Antifa, you'll know it's Antifa. This whole, like, bullshit, oh, they must have infiltrated, fuck you. It's only to... It's because only, if it's I was going to fight your motherfucking ass, I wouldn't wear your stupid uniform. Yeah. And well, at least the left can, when we do a protest or when we support protests, we can understand, like, hey, the people rioting, they don't support us. We condemn them. Uh, they're not here for the spirit of the rally. But we understand when you get enough people and tempers are flaring because of social injustice. Right. Or or the perceived social injustice in the case of these fucking right-wing crackpots. We understand that, like, some people are going to take it too far, but we have to condemn them. We have to keep this peaceful. Right. We understand, though, that it's a reality you have to face when you get enough people in a fucking room protesting something. They can't accept that anyone on their side would ever do anything illegal. Right. They're yeah. just patriots yeah. because in their mind they are patriots. <sighs> I don't know, man. We're at a it, – it's not a good spot. And my hope is that when we come back uh, next week to do the inauguration episode um, that we won't still feel this bad. I knew – I knew that this episode was going to be uh, – My notes are just like, uh, we get mad. We get mad. Yeah, they're – there's there's gonna be a lot of like bringing the volume down to try to to try to level this one out, and then moments where we get real somber and we're just like, I don't know, man, this looks bad. Yeah, I, where do we go from here? I, I'm. We'll I, see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, democracy uh, democracy holds completely. There, so much of this week when I haven't been yelling and you could hear it in my voice. Like, yeah. Um, but so much of this week uh. when I haven't been yelling, I just haven't been able to say anything at all. Um, I have Yeah. Even complete people loss work, of words coming like, up to me at work being like, are you seeing what's going on? And I don't even like, usually I want to like do this. I want to have a conversation. I want to say my opinion. I've just been like shaking my head being like, I see it. I don't know what to say. I, like, yeah. This just, it, this feels in a weird way, it this feels can't like, be 2021 saying, "Hey, 2020, hold my beer." <laughs> it feels also so weird because we're near the anniversary of you starting this show four years ago, and it feels like this is a culmination of everything we have been. And at times, even thinking, "Like, am I t- am I being too?" Yeah, is this gonna is this gonna look bad in the future? Yeah, like, am I being too much of a stickler? Am I being too harsh? Am I am I uh, no? This confirmed. Yeah, am I reading between the lines too much? No, I'm no, not. I'm, I'm going to say that, that pretty, like, without going back and listening to 110 episodes, I'm going to say that that's I was right though. the whole time. That is scary. <laughs> like, I don't want to think that I'm always right because I know that's not true. I know, it, and uh, I'm, I, I'm not. Um, but, uh, but I, I really wish we weren't. I wish we were sitting here being like, that was overblown. Wasn't well, it so crazy fuck, to think dude, that he was going to do damage? I said that all last year, that, like, I've only predicted bad shit this year, and every time I've been right, I've not felt good about being right. And, like, the only thing left was Civil War. And, <laughs> like, here we are. Um, shit, I hope that maybe that asteroid is coming. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just rough. Um, anyway, so we'll be back for the inauguration episode unless some – Unless we have to have another emergency episode, okay, that is technically our anniversary episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, Happy te- yeah, yeah. 
So I'm hoping to have more Jesus. of a, a I don't know. I j- I don't want to have another episode like this. Like I really hope high points will probably come back hopefully. Yeah. We we'll get some silver linings in there if we so Jim should be back for that one. Yeah. Uh, he picked up Festivus and his uh, cold really fucked us up. <laughs> I'm again though. I think that it. I think given the context of this conversation, it, it might like, have been fate. Yeah, be like he doesn't need to hear. You Although, guys, um, all either either that or like he just got sick and wasn't able to walk us back, and we just fucking really <laughs> let let go on this one. Um, but anyway, we'll we'll be back with another episode soon. Um, until then, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at TDAP Dark. Uh, you can rate, re- review, subscribe. Yes. Um, and you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Podcatchers, soonly. Like, yeah. I don't know. I also <laughs> encourage everyone to uh, write, tweet, call Josh Hawley, and tell him to resign. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he should absolutely resign for what he's done. Yeah, and so should Ted Cruz. But let's recall Holly. Like, yeah. absolutely. I I don't want him to be able to be. Maybe it's personal because he's uh he should, he's from my state. Pe- people shouldn't be able to gain from trying to overthrow yeah. the country. Like they shouldn't. And, and he and, gave them permission. He was the first senator. That was yeah. yeah. Yeah, Josh Blo- Josh Holly has blood on his hands, just like Ted Cruz, just like the GOP, and like. For a while, I just need the GOP to like sit down and shut up because you've done enough damage to this country, to this system. Like, yeah, we were done with your fucking four years of alt facts and fake news. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, my initial plan too was to, I I I can't feel right about ending this on with an alt fact because. I always try to make the alt I facts. I seems too close to home at this point. Well, no, I always try to make the alt facts uh, kind of lighthearted. Um, and I it's just not the time for that. So my initial plan was just to say, get better, uh, America. Because, like, we really— 2021, yeah, like, step it up. Uh, be, be fucking better. Uh, or, be, or in the words of the great Melania, be bester. Um <laughs> But but this can't we can't do this we we have to figure out a way to not be whatever the fuck we were on Wednesday. So until next time, uh, here's a reality check. Thanks. This is treason. This is treason. This is insurrection. This is rebellion. Period. I have heard people looking at small protests in Portland, Oregon, where people were tear gassed, beaten, kidnapped. And they said, no, no, no. Whatever you do to those protests is okay, because we have to have law and order. We have to have law and order. This is rebellion. It is treason. It is lawlessness. It is unacceptable. And we are on a glide path at this point to having to, to look down the barrel of possible civil war. When, you, when we, all the things we talk about up here sound so abstract, when we talk about the peaceful transfer of power, it just sounds like something from a, from a book. This is what it looks like when you don't have a peaceful transfer of power. Abraham Lincoln talked about some people want rule or ruin. If I can't have it my way, I'll burn the whole country down. If I can't have it my way, I will burn the country down. 
So now we, I, I don't think that Republicans and conservatives can look at this and say this is okay. I'm calling on all of my conservative friends, my Republican friends, to say, what would I do if Black Lives Matter dropped 30,000 black people on the nation's capital and laid siege to the seat of power in the middle of a joint session of Congress and broke in? What would I say if Black Lives Matter do that? I'm going to say that right now. What would, if Muslims did it, if Muslims dropped 30,000 Muslims on the seat of government in the middle of a joint session of Congress and ran in there and there was blood on the floor and tear gas, what would we be saying? If you believe that we are all one people, you don't like the hyphenations, if you believe that we're all one country, if you won't believe in law and order, if you're against uh, traitors, if you are for patriotism, there needs to be a uniform denunciation from top to bottom of the Republican Party of what we're seeing. And the last thing I just want to say is this. You know, for Keisha Lance Bottoms, a black woman who was a mayor of Atlanta, when they started rioting in Atlanta, she stood up and she said, you stop it. You don't do this in Atlanta. You don't do this in America. She stood up to her base and told them to go home. Where is the president of the United States? Where is Donald Trump? Show the wisdom and the intelligence and the strength of a black woman mayor of Atlanta in the middle of this riot, and then we can get someplace. Now, the difference here is that mayor, the mayor did not incite the riot. That's right. And the president of the United States said, Rick, I really respect what you said, but I don't understand how you don't understand how we got here. We know how we got here. We know that words matter. And when the president of the United States says again and again and again that these institutions are corrupt, they're rigged, the election was fraudulent, they're stealing it from you, when he goes out and addresses these very people today and, and, and tells them that they have to be strong and urges them to march down to the Capitol, I don't understand how you don't understand how this happened. We know how it happened. And... And he is, he is culpable for this. You know, uh, Winston Churchill uh, said, dictators ride to and fro upon tigers, which they dare not dismount, and the tigers are getting hungry. The president sits in the White House, and the tigers are loose uh, at the Capitol.